right, ladies and gentlemen, glad to see you again. Glad to hear you again. And uh, I want to apologize for last week's little uh, kerfuffles in the uh, audio department. But hey, life goes on. You know why? Because we kick out it too. Welcome. I'm James Elcori, and I would like to welcome you to another exciting episode of your show. That's right. It's the Kickout Crew. Um, like I said, I want to thank uh, Dave McClay for being on last week. Uh, boy, that, uh, you know, he delivered. We did not. So uh, that's on us, I guess. But yeah, Dave was awesome. I uh, really appreciate what he brought to the episode. And uh, hope you guys can hear more of Dave in the future, for sure. That being said, I want to welcome you to episode 68. And man, doesn't this like blue color look pretty good? Some would say this would be a premiere episode. But, you know, I don't know what I'm saying, and Lord knows I've rambled too much, so I guess it's time to kick it to Brad. So, Brad, what you got for us this week? So, James alluded to it already, alluded to it last week. We do have a big announcement. Your boys on your show, the Kickout Crew, are now part of the premier streaming network. We are thrilled to be partnering with them. The owner, of course... We all know him from She's All That. We know him from I Know What You Did Last Summer, Mr. Freddie Prince Jr. We are alongside Josh Chernoff. We are alongside RVD. We are alongside whoo, a whole number of people. Million Dollar Man. The million Dollar Man. Uh, Bobby Fish. Efren, Bobby Fish, and of course, your boys are friends at the Filter Free Podcast. We are thrilled to be partnering with the Premier Streaming Network, and maybe this episode is already on there, so you already know. But we did want to make that announcement, and you can see the logo. Tune in, $9.99 a month, right, James? I believe that's right, Brad. And uh, like you said, you get a, a lot of exciting episodes. You get your show. It's even on there. So why not sign up for the Premier Streaming Network, you know? They got a lot of good content on there. Got a lot of good spotlights on some independent wrestling. And uh, hey, does that kind of sound like us? Some? So uh, I think it's a good partnership and uh, pretty excited moving forward. And uh, hey, your show, Making Moves, man. Uh, can't wait to see what the future brings for us. Thanks, but anyway, man. I'll rant about one thing. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. I, I did. I, it's not a major thing, but it is something. I, I never noticed it. I, I first started hearing about it about a year ago. And now I hear it everywhere. There's a word in the in the wrestling business, and the word is gimmick. That is not a problem for me. There are a ton of gimmicks in wrestling, right? When did it start becoming part of our regular vocabulary? I hear people say, yeah, I was on the Facebook gimmick yesterday. I was on the Twitter gimmick yesterday. Yeah, the mailman left some mail in the mailbox gimmick. What, <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? I mean, you have everybody saying this. It is stupid. Stop. Stop. You know, everybody knows we're wrestling fans and they're already hard enough on us enough. And now we start throwing this. Up. So, all right, here's what happened. I said it. I said it in front of my wife. She's like, I have absolutely <laughs> hey, had it. Goes I, have ab- I have absolutely had it with whatever this lingo is. First off, you sound like James. You sound like Mike. You sound like everybody all the time. You picked up their lingo. Now you're saying the word gimmick in your regular sentences. Enough's enough. You spend enough time talking about it. You're on a show two, six hours a week, whatever it is. Can we just talk like people? And let's go cow cuddling. (laughs) Anyway, that was all I had. I just hear it everywhere, though. Gimmick, gimmick, gimmick. A mailbox, not a gimmick, okay? (laughs) Box of gimmicks. Uh Yeah, adfreeshows.com. Back to you, James. (laughs) Appreciate that. It is funny because, uh, hey, maybe it's the Conrad Thompson effect. Everybody just feels comfortable (laughs) being wrestling fans now, you know? So shout out Conrad for that. 
Say, I get a pass for saying it because I'm actually in the business. Oh, here we go. Here we are. Yep. So I get that pass. Hey, I, I, you might you must really enjoy being in your room right now because the spotlight's on you all the time. So I bet you have to take sabbaticals of it. I got two right here, and I got one more I can turn on if needed. I mean, <laughs> we always see Mike wear the sunglasses. Maybe you should be the one wearing them, huh? Hey, right. <laughs> got a He's premiere looking. streaming announcement. We got Adam fucking uh, you know. Hey. Adam yeah, running too. Running by tens uh, yet? Getting your picture money? Yeah, you're gonna be signing autographs before you know it. <laughs> I have been taking pictures. Well, we're I not mean, talking about your you private collection, pal. You know, autograph. <laughs> you just you just keep those uh, right right in there with you. All right. No, here's where I make y'all feel better. There's actually there's actually kids at the shows. I want to take pictures with the referees. Oh. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah, because wrestling is a family friendly entertainment. We Absolutely. need to Well, that. that's what we do anyway. On your show. <laughs> yes. Hey Devin, it's good to have you back. Yeah, hey, I'm back. glad to be back. Glad is, to it be really, back. is it really? Is it really? Welcome. I did not come alone though. I did not come alone. Because oh, look what I found in my store. Blue. Back again is Nitro Pepsi. Can somebody cut his camera off? Well, so we I'm did have a Premier Streaming Network thing going on. I just got <laughs> right. canceled. Let me ask you a question. You do you not know how to pour? <laughs> Every time you do, you do it completely upside down. I can tell you've never ever drank soda in your life. Uh, I drink a soda every week. One a what week. is all that foam? One a week. That's the nitro. Yeah, yeah. remember oh. nitro? You got to pour it like to. that. You can hear that in our archives. Yeah, episode yeah two. a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> right, hey, Brad, if you listen to our shows, you can uh, find out all about that. All right. You can't find out. You can find out a lot of things like the cold, refreshing taste of natural light. All right, all right. Now that we're done with the drinks gimmick, back to you, James. <laughs> this is good. Knew that well, was hey, we happen. might as well keep the fun time rolling because, Mike, you're up next, man. So uh, what you got for us this week? Uh, what I see this, the, this week. Well, I got my kids going back to school. So, you know, thank God. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nine hours, eight hours, whatever it is in school, get them out. Um. But no, I am proud of them growing up, getting in higher grades and everything else. But I did have a thing going on at work this week. You know, and I try to be one of those employees, go to work, bust my ass, do what I can do, be a company man. And lately, i kind of been seeing me being the company man, the company ain't giving back. Hmm. That's so, my gimmick. <laughs> exactly. So I'm taking it for a minute. This one week, because I've been busting my ass for, I've been there for about nine years now, and uh, bust my ass, bust my ass, bust my ass. And I say, hey, I'm, this is what I want, this is what I need, let me see what I can do, let me see what I can do. This week, I said, fuck it. I am just doing my job and my job only. Guess what? And it was like, well, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? It's not my job. Yep. Yeah, but you do it. It's not my job. It's not on my job title. You tell me I can't get this money because it's not my job title. I'm not doing it. There we go. Figure it out. Today I signed a paper. Your boy got a raise. Ah, <laughs> there it is. Is that like a non-disclosure agreement you signed or what? It might have been something, but it was something saying um, 
I'm getting a little bit more money. So congratulations, my friend. You know, yeah, are you done? Bitch not 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 what I was asking, but it was something. Saying nine okay, years of hard work finally see. paid off. Yeah, nine years finally paid off. But Did yeah, it was definitely party? something. Yeah, we get. I mean, I got a coupon for two dollars off on a pepperoni pizza at Pizza Hut. Nice, I love Pizza Hut. Oh, wait a minute, <laughs> isn't, isn't this about the time of the year where you have one of your two fires per year? Isn't that time coming I, up? Oh, is this the crawl yeah. through the ducks time? Ah. Yeah, yeah, it it. It's actually coming up pretty soon. <laughs> Whether he has to do it or not, he's going. Whether That's right. Or not, they're having a fire. But it did something that you know made me feel. That, hey, we actually do. We see all the extra stuff you're doing, you know, and we do appreciate it. This is what I can do right now. I promise you. This time, I really promise. Give me time. I get you. I'll get you back in a couple weeks. Awesome. So when you have to we'll go that, Doug. Yep. Oh, no, man, it's good to hear. All about so, yeah, so, I mean, money. Always. But yeah, that's it. That's pretty much all I got this week. That's a good stuff, man. That oh, yeah, good, dude. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, it helped me out a lot today. When he told me that today, I was like, hell yes. Yeah, you've been kind of miserable. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of shit going on. I said, a lot of shit going big on. Thumb, big thumbs down on miserable Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's the end. Right, That's Jay. it. <laughs> we end on the miserable mic coming by Brad. That's, right. That's where the violin's supposed to kick in and the music's supposed to play. But I think we missed the cue. Well, hey man, we're doing we're doing a wrestling we're doing a wrestling podcast, I guess. But we got a wrestling story. You know, you bring him up, take him down. <laughs> you bring him up, you know. So uh well, where the fuck am I at? I guess uh, that brings us, huh? Yeah. I guess it brings us to today's agenda, huh, Brad? Some so this was your idea. It's a bash. It was all your idea, James, and a great idea it was. Because of this recent StarCast announcement of Dennis Rodman, James thought it would be a good idea to cover two Dennis Rodman matches, and I couldn't agree more. Also, I'd like to make an apology in the outline today that Waka 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 was forgotten, so we can add it where needed. No. It's not going to happen this episode. Sorry, guys. You can think, Brad. It's not <laughs> hey, happening. I, I guarantee it's you not on the outline. To happen. We Unless can't I get the hottest outline, I'm not doing it. Well, I'll bet your ass you are later on. Surprise. Wait. <laughs> so the first week he reads the outline, you don't put it on the one. <laughs> Second one. week. <laughs> Second week. And again, he didn't notice it before just now. <laughs> right. I just now started to read it. That part. We're live, pal. <laughs> But he does have an extra segment this week, and maybe that's where I got confused. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, All right, uh, this is what I call. Oh, here we go with this. Boy, bullshit. the jokes are flying right now. Hey, huh? you what, man? Hey, All guys. Right, we're what? back. <laughs> right. <laughs> Starcast announcement uh, came out. Rodman is on it. So I figure let's pick the Rodman match. All right, let's I do it. I was not buddy. aware. That they were going to be as long as they were. <laughs> so my apologies to you guys on that one. Yeah, um, you know what? Speaking of that, James. Because we watched uh, some old school we matches and we bashed them about yeah. how. Uh, All that bitch we did about that Survivor <laughs> Series match. And then you times it by two this week. This was. <laughs> yeah. So my apologies Real. to Adam because we were kind of hard on Adam when we had those like slow matches, you know, 50 something episodes ago. My goodness. They were fucking. 
high flying spots compared to these, but <clears throat> I guess it's time to get to them, right, guys? Do it. Let's do it. So uh we'll start with match number one. Oh, what is that? Well, it is Lex Luger and the Giant versus Hollywood Hogan and Dennis Rodman. It takes place at Bash at the Beach 1997. It uh which that took place at July 13th of 1997. In the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. It had an attendance of 7,851. Hey, I've been there. What? Great. Great. <laughs> you ever been there? Like, <laughs> So how funny is it is Bash at the Beach at the Ocean Center? hey Get it? Bash at the yeah. Beach? Yeah. Ocean got Center? It. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And that's the place, too, where they have um, high school graduations and everything else there, too. Well, I'm sure they do other things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got, like, monster trucks every now and then. And, but, yeah, it's pretty cool. How do they get the monster nice trucks through the little doorway? <laughs> that's a little um, doorway for monster trucks. They they take them apart, and then they go in the front door with the tire. And that makes sense. Walk. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, people like watching those. You know, uh, people like watching events there. Like three hundred and twenty-five thousand that had a buy rate at Bash at the Beach '97. It had a match length of twenty-two minutes and thirty seconds, and that's match length. That does not include everything else. Ooh, and Meltzer gave this one one and a half stars. But Bob, boy, howdy! If you don't remember this one from back in the day, well, that's why we have a guy that wasn't even alive when it happened, Devin, to take us there. So, Devin, how do we get there? All right, so actually, I would start this two years before, back in 1995's Bash at the Beach, when Dennis Rodman actually made his pro wrestling and WCW debut, coming out alongside Hulk Hogan, when Hulk Hogan would defeat Vader in a steel cage match. At that time, Dennis Rodman was on the Spurs. Go, Spurs, go! Fast forward two years, he's the starting power forward for the superstar Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls are the NWO of the NBA. Yes, sir. Calm down. Michael Jordan is red and yellow, Hulkie. You know what I'm saying? All right. So at Uncensored, early in the pay-per-view, Hulk Hogan revealed that Dennis Rodman was going to be alongside the NWO in the main event. Dennis Rodman would be alongside the NWO and help them go on to victory. And the show ends with Dennis Rodman with a spray can in his hand, spray painting NWO on Lex Luger's back. So a month or two goes by, and uh, look, time progresses, some storylines go, and the basketball season ends. The Chicago Bulls win the world championship for a second year in a row. <laughs> Over the Jazz as well. This was the first year they beat the Jazz. A week later, Lex Luger and the Giant would come out on WCW Nitro and challenge Dennis Rodman and Hulk Hogan to a tag match at Bash at the Beach. The following week, Hogan and uh, Dennis Rodman came out, accepted their challenge, and the show went off there with Dennis Rodman spray painting the Giants back this time. N-W-O. Hey, was, was the Giant a heel or face at this time? Because this was the time where, like, one week he was a face, next week he was a heel, next week he was a tweener. Oh, his whole he was career? baby face at this time. He was all okay. WCW. 
and a young man at that. Yeah. Hi, Devin, is that all you have for us? Yeah, that's it. That's uh, fantastic. I want to make sure it was my turn to talk. All right, Devin, that was well done. I love going back two years. It's almost like going all the way back to the Rumble. <laughs> right? <laughs> so Shout out Brian for changing the way Devin does research. Adam, how much training do you think Rodman got before this match? Um, by the looks of what he did in the ring, he probably got a lot. Especially since they had the power plant back then in Atlanta. So I'm, it wouldn't surprise me if he was in there a couple of weeks. All right. And I'm going to ask you the same question next for the next episode or the next uh, match, but let's leave that for now. So we have Lex and the giant entrance buffer announcing them is a nice touch. He's actually given their everything about them as they're coming to the ring. I really like that uh, way about them, but I wanted to get back to you, Devin real quick. Uh, was Rodman in like embracing his best Muhammad Ali in his promo? Oh yeah. Oh, Rodman was pulling uh, like quotes straight from Muhammad Ali. He was rhyming. He was doing it all. My favorite quote of his was, the giant is big, the giant is tall. But you know what they say, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Well done, my friend. Well done. So, Devin, let me ask you another question, though. When they're uh, Lex and the giant are coming to the ring, what did you think of the reaction from the crowd? I-, I thought the crowd was fully behind these two. Honestly, they had a huge pop, I thought. Yeah, I go lackluster. There was no booze though. It was all cheers. The answer was lackluster. I like Luger's music right here though. You did? Yeah, he did have good music. Yeah, it's kind of like a uh, Ultimate Warrior ripoff, but it's still pretty good. Nothing like ripping somebody off. Then you have a Rodman and Hogan entrance with Macho with Macho Man again. Buffer on the intro. Rodman probably. Mike, do you think the most polarizing athlete at this time? I mean, um, I would say kind of. He was definitely like in between everything. Come on, who's worse? I mean, he had a bunch of stuff. Give it to me, man. Who's more polarizing in the late 90s than Dennis Rodman as an athlete? I'm putting you on the spot, kid. You're talking about somebody who married himself. I mean, no one. Now, I was thinking maybe Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson didn't marry himself, though. I, I, but I definitely didn't give you a heads up at all. (laughs) So, on definitely on me, but I just thought maybe, uh, because it was around the same time, you know, like a year later, something like that. So, James, who are the announcers? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, On commentary, we had Tony Schiavone, Bobby Heenan. And the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, baby. Yeah, baby. It's all good to hear Dusty again. Mm-hmm. So, Adam, Hogan is the champ here, and this is the main event, yet the championship is not on the line. Does um, Is this something that you, you see often? Is it something that's maybe a callback to WrestleMania 1? Is it something that Roman Reigns does now? Do you think it's a good idea? This, the only reason why they did this is because this is their answer to Mike Tyson being at WrestleMania 14. So this is like the most polarizing person other than Mike Tyson. So this is just their way of kind of playing back and forth with WWE. What was Mike Tyson here at this time? Next WrestleMania year. 14 hasn't happened yet. Next okay. year is 14. I'm thinking 98 then. I'm sorry. That's okay. But at uh, the same time, it is. You know, you, you have your champion in a tag match. We just recently saw that with Roman. Thank course, you. I was about to say, is everybody sleeping on... Bloodline divorce yeah, or whatever. Was, that, that wasn't a big pay-per-view like this is supposed to be. What but what is considered a big pay-per-view in WWE? Yeah, money in the bank. Yeah. Uh, like it's not it's not Starcade. Halloween um, Havoc. Right. 
and bash at the beach. This is one year after the NWO started. Okay. Uh, I also did, like I said, I thought back to WrestleMania one with him and Mike or with, uh, Mr. Okay. T. All right. So to go back to your question, this yeah. might be just how you, because last year we debuted the NWO. How do we talk that? Let's bring no. in Dennis Rodman. He's a good looking um, guy, ain't he? <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, man, show. Let, uh, well, she'll be coming up later in the episode. Yeah. Lex and Hogan starting in the ring, making faces, throwing stuff. Big, big production. Now we have Andrew Galata in the crowd. Mike, let me ask you a question. He's a boxer. Are you a boxing fan and are you a basketball fan? No and no. No? <laughs> no. I mean, I'll, I'll watch basketball like, you know, the Final Fours, like the finals and stuff like that. But I'm not watching every game every day or anything else like that. Luger flexing at Hogan. Again, this is a show. Um, trash is now being thrown in the ring. Shoulder to Lex from Hogan. James, I want to set I want to get back to Hogan starting and not Rodman. Usually the bigger star comes out second. Would you consider Rodman to be the bigger star here? I think uh well nah boy. No in the wrestling, but probably yes with the uh new eyes on the product. And I think since there are new eyes on the product, they wanted to, you know. Because once he gets in, like it's other, you know, you can only have that first entrance of the match once. And if you start with it, maybe the crowd's good. But if there's like a hot tag to Robin or a tag to Robin, maybe, well, ah, you know, that's like another spot, you know. I couldn't agree more with you there. It's about the anticipation of getting Rodman in. Yeah. For sure. Shoulder to Hogan from Lex. Hogan flexing again. Adam, what were the instructions to Hoger and Lex before the match, do you think? Hoger. Hogan. I mean, Hogan? Hogan and Luger before the match. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> well, after Hogan attempts a terrible drop toe hold, <laughs> I wanted to point that part out. Is Worst toe hold I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but uh, it's probably just how you just let's just kind of build to it, build to it, see how long we can get the crowd before Robin gets in. So let's just play back and forth right now. Heel, typical heel, baby face stuff. Yep. Hogan in control. Clothesline to Lex. Standing on Lex. Rodman chance. Body slam to Lex. Misses the big leg drop. Obviously, that's Hogan. Pronouns, right? Uh, yeah. Body slam from Lex to Hogan. Hogan to Rodman. Hogan and Rodman, a hug. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that. Uh, tag, to, tag to Rodman. He's real cocky. Doing really nothing. Kevin, <laughs> what do we think of Rodman's pants here? Rodman's pants were something else. They're, uh, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know about his pants. Man. Sweet callback. <laughs> I don't know. They're just like black jeans, right? Yeah, I mean, they they look comfy, I guess. Comfy for a wrestling I'll yeah. tell you what. So Top Guy Weekend, I got into the ring, and I wasn't wearing black jeans. I'll tell you that right now. Um, And it was hot in there. <laughs> Rodman <laughs> sucks chance. Uh, I was, I thought that was very surprising. I mean, Devin, did you think that the crowd like reactions changed throughout this match? Well, I definitely think here at the beginning when the, they're chanting Rodman sucks, it's when he's been playing up this heel character. It's before he's really done anything match wise. Oh, yes, James. Hold on. You got to think Daytona pretty close to Orlando. The magic and the bulls had a uh, back and forth a lot around this time. So probably hot against <laughs> Rodman in a, Around that area. Do you guys remember when Elias was in uh, Seattle and 
he was on the, the the guitar and said, "You guys, something about the thunder." He said something about well, you know, if you were if you were any kind of city at all, you still had the supersonics here. Yeah, and they Woo. booed for like a half hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Kevin Owens was in there too, and he was like, "Yeah, just Damn. think fans don't care." <laughs> They care about their teams, even if you think oh, that yeah, you know, wrestling fans don't care. They care, except Mike. Mike doesn't like basketball or boxing well, the, or baseball. The Thunder stole the Supersonics, and that's a, that's a different topic. That is ugly when a team gets stolen. All right, so where was I? Oklahoma. Um, so I said, all right, but how about Rodman's pants? Yeah, that was the last thing. All right, so Rodman sucks. <laughs> chance they lock up. Arm drag to Lex Luger from Rodman looked pretty good. Everyone, including the announcers, goes freaking ballistic for it. Um, Correct. They, That's they, when the crowd starts cheering for him. Yeah. They lock up again. Now Luger arm drag. Rodman and Hogan twice. Uh, again, the place er, uh, erupts. So, Mike, this is like a movie night, isn't it? Pretty much. I mean, you had, you had a big celebrity in there. So, you know, I think that's what they're kind of excited to see. Like, I mean, of course, they're excited to see, like, Luger, Giant, Hogan, all them. Macho Man. But... I mean, now you got Dennis Rodman in there. That's this is like one of the first times, one of it's not the first time, but one of the first times. But I mean, in this era, this time, Rodman's in there kicking ass. Yep. They lock up again. Leapfrog by Rodman drops Lex with the shoulder again. Big pop for the celebration afterwards. Just uh, the fans are eating this up. They're really eating this up. Well, when they go, Robin sucks. Robin sucks, and then he does something. They cheer the shit out of him, like it's weird. But, but James, where's I the think giant? it's because he actually did something. I mean, yeah. a lot of times, you know, and I was going to say this later on, but you get like a celebrity or somebody else in there, they barely do anything. They come in there and might do like a suplex or something like yeah, that. They really or, don't have much. You know, do something. Yeah, Robin. Robin does some pretty clean arm drags. And some pretty good leapfrogs. So we're I'll give them that. that. We're gonna get to the leapfrogs for sure. <laughs> but the James is the giant on strike right now. Yeah, you know, like the writers, you know, unfair representation. They really don't get that many residuals for uh, everything. You know, they don't get no credit. And, uh, uh, I don't know. On strike would be the uh, appropriate thing, but it seems like. Well, here's kind of how we were with the. Robin tag in. Maybe we're just building up that giant tag. He is a big man. It was a big deal. I think we're just so used to Paul White now. Yeah. Um, it's just doesn't, it doesn't have the same effect as it maybe it did back in 1997. Um, so two leapfrogs by Rodman, then a clothesline by Luger tags in Hogan. Luger pointing at the giant mm. tags him in. Adam, as an in-ring performer, everything the giant does hurts, right? I mean, you get Choke slam by five hundred and ten pound man, or chopped, or clotheslined, or big booted. You come back, tell me, Mister Kendo Stick. Oh well, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. You, you gonna bring one, or do I have to order one on Amazon? No, I've got. I've already got it. So I've already got it worked out. Perfect. I can't wait. Can't wait. Part two. Yeah. Um, what? Nine months from now, probably. Hey, listen. We built the last one for a year. So. <laughs> Hogan and Giants staring at each staring each other down. Hogan now taking it to the Giant pretty good, actually. Chops, no woos. Big chop by Giant. Clothesline in the corner by Hogan. Giant puts his arm up. And again, I love the Hogan selling the fear. You know, he his facials, I I mean, we I, I'm not gonna ask everybody about it because I we I've asked about the facials before, but his facials are so good. 
I rake by Hogan to the Giant. Atomic drop to Hogan. Tags in Rodman. Devin, what do people want to see? Uh, what do they want to see in this match? Which two competitors? Uh, I think I think it's Luger and Rodman, honestly. Uh, or Well, once Luger put the work in, they wanted to see the Giant choke slam the crap out of Rodman. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think they want to see the Giant beat up. I don't know. I, I think they they want to see they want to see a lot of a lot of things. I think they want to see uh maybe Rodman succeed. They want to see the giant choke slam. They want to see a little bit of all of it. But but definitely, I would say those are the two. But then you got Hulk Hogan, right? Mm-hmm. Like holy cow, this is so much star power. Uh, Rodman close in height to the Giants. So when they're in the ring together, they're close in height. But really, the Giants build a seven foot, and I think Rodman's six eight. So six six. It shouldn't be that close. I guess um, they did look eye to eye though. Are you saying um, wrestling statistics are fabricated? Yeah, I, I was trying not to, I guess. But um, Rodman knee to the gut, leapfrog over the giant, which was impressive. Mike, is it safe to say that the leapfrog is Rodman's move? I would say so. I mean, you look at the picture here, giant's like bending down, like all the way down to his knees <laughs> to get under it. So, um, but oh. yeah, I mean, he can, def- he can definitely jump. That was one of his uh, fortes. And those are in pants. They're not wrestling tights, but pants. Crisscross will make you jump, jump. So gigantic. (laughs) All right, James. (laughs) Gigantic atomic drop to Rodman from the Giant. Hogan in the ring now. Kicks the legs out of the Giant. uh, Saving Rodman. Um, I did not see a tag for sure, but Hogan stays in the ring. Uh, Throws the Giant into the boot of Rodman. Tags in Rodman. Double clothesline to the Giant. Shout out MJF, baby. Double clothesline! That was for you, yeah. James. And guess what? There's one next match, too. Oh, Luger, man. Luger. That'll, that'll put butts in seats. Double <laughs> clothesline and a double hip toss. Luger absolutely worthless here right now. Um, the tagging in and out here is a little uh, iffy. Boot to Giant from Hogan. Double team again. Double hip toss to Giant. Big kick out by Giant. James, pretty cool spot right there, though. Do you remember that? The double hip toss to the Giant. Big kick out by the yeah. Giant. Yeah. We're in a pretty cool spot. Did you like it? I mean, it was a, uh, it was good to get the crowd going. He did uh, kind of. I don't know if they got launched, uh, you know, too much or whatever, but it looked like he rotated a lot and landed on his ass and not he his back. Look at that right there, though. I mean, if yeah, for those of you that aren't um, yeah. watching, are only listening to the audio, you go back to the to the video for sure to see this giant in the air. He's a big, big man for sure. It does seem like a lot of a uh, start, you know, spots start, oh, stop, yeah. start, stop. So. But, you know, it's, it's good, spec- good for the pops. It's a spec. But you, right? yeah. They kind of need that, though. I mean, you got one guy in there that's not a wrestler, so they yeah. kind of need the spots like this to kind of get him over. Can you and, uh, like? It reminds me of uh, Shaquille O'Neal's spot with Cody Rhodes, you know, uh, when he went table. to that table. Like, I, I still remember I mean, that. You know, it was, it's just across hey, another bash at the beach alumni, too. Old Shaq. There he is. Mm-hmm. Big Shaq guy. Shout out. There you go, right? Adam. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> hot tag the luger now he's cleaning up into the boot leg of but into the boot now of rodman clothesline by hogan to luger belly to back by hogan cheap shot um cheap shot here for sure hogan with the leg drop and uh, luger is out at two tag to rodman elbows to luger adam how much fun do you think dennis rodman is actually having or is he concentrating like what do you think uh he's a professional he's having a, a ball I mean, you can see he's laughing the whole time. 
I mean, he's look at his hair. I mean, he's and he's got makeup on his cheeks. He's having a blast. So here's the thing. Like, and and I know I keep going he, back. He would this. do that going to the grocery store. <laughs> I, I was in the I mean, ring for three minutes and I was scared out of my mind and I was by myself. I can't imagine being in front of all these people, not really knowing what I'm doing that much. Yeah, but yeah but he's he used to being in crowds, though, in front of crowds like that. And he's in there with one of the best ever. Who's that? That would be Hulk Hogan, baby. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were such a Hogan fan. Hang on a second. Wait, wait, wait. What, are you going to moon me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then, then, then you must be. Look at that. Gotta pose, man. Ah! <laughs> All right. Put to the neck of Luger. Um, teamwork by the NWO now. Giant in. Headbutt giant in control. Double headbutt. Sting. Boom. Sting has arrived. Hey, that double headbutt, though, was pretty loud on the uh, crowd reaction. And then the ref gets bumped. Sting nails the giant with a bat. Devin, what the hell? I know. I thought Sting was a good guy. That was the worst. That was the worst referee bump I've ever seen in my life. Really? That was terrible. Devin, isn't it surprising you would always see like Sting go the heel direction? Well, yeah, especially at this time, man. Was that coming down from the rafters? Ah. Or you'd see him with NWO? I mean. It's just funny Sting going over the top rope. That's what I was going to say. Like him that. going That's over the top rope like that. that. So what I are you guys saying? Yeah, I don't think that was Sting. But hey. I mean, it was I, a face paint. Nitro to see. Tony Schiavone said, it's Sting. Yeah. So it has to be Sting. Exactly. They would not lie to us. They would not lie Moving on. <laughs> the, w, the WWF didn't lie to us either about um, Razor Ramon and uh, Diesel. No. Anyway, all right, that was enough of that, huh? <laughs> huh, James? Yeah. Double team, double team on Luger now with no ref. Hogan hit Rodman. Eh, no big deal. Luger has Hogan in the rack now. Nick Patrick in the ring. Shout out Nick Patrick at free shows. Hogan taps. They call for the bell. Torture rack to Rodman. Torture rack to Macho Man. Torture racks for everyone. So are okay, we going to... Uh, I got to say it? one thing. No, Luger was, 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 was not the legal man. He was not the legal man. Well, not only that, Rodman was right there in the ring just looking at him as he was type, like tapping out. Because he knew Luger yeah. wasn't the right man to be in there to be making him submit. That's why. And Nick Patrick, isn't it funny how he becomes the heel ref, but on this one, he's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. ultimo face. He does his best uh, Super Dave Miller impression running in, you know? Mm-hmm. It's Nick Patrick! <laughs> I mean, fast counts, fast tap outs. What's going on here? Hey, shout out to uh, Hogan, you know, not bad for the guy that never does a job, right? And that's uh, a I, mean, I, the I, beach I don't joke. agree. I'm going to tell you right now, James, I the, you're absolutely right. That isn't true at all. Hogan. Eh, I mean, you know, he was the biggest star in the history thing, of the he, world. He, he freaking, sold for Jay Leno. Like, let's not forget he sold for Jay Leno in a match. He has tapped out. He has been pinned. He has lost. I, I think he's Billy lost Kidman. a lot more than Roman. Billy Kidman, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he tapped out to Kurt Angle. I, I, I mean, I know that's a lot later in his career. But you look, took he, the most awesome choke slam of all time by Undertaker. I mean, he did. He lost to Goldberg in less than five minutes, right? 
He did beat Shawn Michaels, though. And he did lose to The Rock. He beat the shit out of him. You see how, hey, Shawn was really hurt. You see how he was flying all over the ring? So that's it for the match, guys. I'm going to save the questions <laughs> for the end of the second match just because um, they're all about Rodman. So we'll just keep, yeah. it for the, keep it for then. It's not like we have two separate. We have the same idea for two matches, right? I actually had to watch these at two different times where I was like, what am I going to write the second time? <laughs> I was not aware of the match length when I picked them. <laughs> all right. I, just, sure. I started the second match. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a little break. <laughs> <laughs> Neck was hurting. You can watch it like two <laughs> 2x and still like it'd still be slow but i enjoyed it listen i enjoyed it i appreciate it james it was fun well you know what i enjoy i enjoy devin being back so uh devin you know welcome back welcome back so welcome back mr cotton nice uh, nice uh, yeah i'm well versed in life oh yeah devin what you got for us this week man i'm glad to be back james and my topic this week is I was just thinking, we have all these yeah. celebrities that we've seen a few times in wrestling, and we're covering one of the biggest ones of all time in wrestling. Is there any celebrities out there that you guys would love to see come into a wrestling ring? Ooh, come into a wrestling ring. Anyone um, that hasn't made it here yet? Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> No, I'm not saying him. I'm saying Iron Man. You do uh, have an obsession with Robert Downey Jr. I do. Iron Man's my favorite. Me and Ooh. Adam are thinking very hard. We might right as now. well get every lady's answer out of the way and say Jason Momoa and just get it out of the way. <laughs> he was honestly <laughs> first who came to my yeah, mind. Too. <laughs> I saw him on that commercial <laughs> about hotels.com. Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think he'd be good, yeah. too. That's a really good one. Thor versus Aquaman, WrestleMania. Huh? <laughs> How about Dak Prescott? I'd like to see him you get choke slammed off, right through Brad. a table. <laughs> <laughs> I second that. Of course, he'd be out I for cannot, the season after that. I can't wait for the cold, refreshing taste of natural light and for the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl and shut everybody up. Uh, we don't want Purdy in there, Devin. Gosh, we don't want to break his other arm, huh? Shoulder, whatever. Hey, if Purdy gets where hurt, we, where are we, we going got Sam that? Darnold. We got so your boy, Devin, your boy's going to be there. Your tight end, right? George Kittle, I'm hoping someday. He was just at WrestleMania helping out Pat McAfee last year. Sure or like Pat. What? James, do you have a celebrity or athlete that you would love to see in wrestling? Hmm. That's a good hmm. question. It is a good question, and it's tough to be put on the spot sometimes. There is. Uh, <laughs> well, because I'm trying to think a little outside the box of you guys. Because I'm trying to think, uh, like, who would be – I think – well, no, because he's annoying as fuck. Never mind. Uh, I'm thinking who would be a good manager. And I, don't, I was going to say Stephen A. Smith, but I fucking can't stand him. Granted, he <laughs> hates Dallas with a passion and always makes fun of him, so I can't stand his ass. Charles Barkley, uh, uh, there. No, there you the go. Ma- not as a manager, but hey, just Charles Barkley somehow <laughs> in wrestling because I think he's funny. What about Adam Sandler? Do you think he could do good in there? <laughs> Who I could do good in a, a, 
<laughs> they put John in Stewart in there to fuck with the main event of something, right? You know what well, you have Marker. To do? <laughs> you incorporate Will Smith and Chris Rock into an angle. <laughs> there you go. And you have a slap off. Backlash, oh, wait, yeah. dude. That'd be an ultimate backlash. A, a, a slap my wife match. Oh, man. So uh, I don't, I, that's my answer, Devin. But I, I do want to give a, a shout out to Braden Toon, who was in episode one of Heels on Stars Network of uh, season two. He, he was uh, one of the wrestlers there. And I was like really uh, excited to see him. Uh, see him there i really was it's so that cool was that like our show gave him the launch pad like yeah. heels was like Holy yeah, fuck, him he and carmen we gotta sign him what was Carmen's carmen doing too. in there what was carmen's there doing? too brother freaking missed it and brandon right. too was my first official match what was carmen doing yeah. it's a circle of I, have to watch it. I, have to watch I already see. watched it i'm not watching it again <laughs> i didn't say it was in episode one i just said he's on there oh, okay Whoa, well episode two hasn't happened tuned. yet Episode two hasn't been out yet. Well, I just know he's on season two. All right. Back to you, Devin. I'm sorry, Devin. I, I said uh, The Rock and... Uh, the Will Rock. Smith. Fuck off. Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Yo, Rock Dwayne Johnson probably real good in the wrestling ring. Yeah. <laughs> he, might, he might work. He might get over. <laughs> One that came to my head, as James said, managers. Uh, she She's the host of a talk show right now. And she's actually okay. had a few few different wrestlers on a couple times it's not oprah what would you what would you like about sherry shepherd as a manager he's hilarious good good answer adam i've been watching her no i've been watching her on the match game she's so funny she would be good well on her uh, talk show she recently had mjf on and she had naomi on well trendy fatu on there you go trinity get right yeah Oh, and one more thing. Uh, shout out to um, RJ and Reffing It Up with Brian Hebner. They're back uh, 100% now. It's uh, As this airs, it's a little late, but it's good to have everybody back. And they had um, Tasha Steeles on from Impact Wrestling. Uh, glad to have Brian back uh, on the show and uh, in, in full force again. So good job, RJ. Reffing it up. That's all. Sorry I keep bringing things up, uh, Devin. Good. You're good, Brad. I'm, I'm good. That was that was it. Shit, you know, thinking of shit. <laughs> well, thanks, Devin. Good to have you back, man. And uh, you know, glad to be back. I like how everybody's uh, just talking celebrities and mentioning celebrities. That's that's the spirit. Happy but, little uh, trees, we're gonna, baby. Happy trees. We're gonna go ahead and go uh, to Adam. Adam, what you got for us this week? Oh man, it's been a good one here lately. Um, just had a match. Um. I watched Cabana Mandan get beat by one of the green boys from the Green Street Posse, so that broke my heart, but I was laughing at him. When we got back to the back, I laughed my ass off. It's like one of them rookies whoop your tail, man. What's going on with you? But then, but after he got pinned, Rolando Perez come out. Oh, of course. That's Rolando, jackass, huh, James? Fucking... And Rolando challenged a match to Cabana Mandan. Kind of like a teacher versus student type deal. So I might get lucky and get to referee that match. Hey, we need to have him on the show. I'm going to be at my mom's visiting family in uh, October. Be a great time to have that jackass on our show. Your show. <laughs> no, but um, the Bunkhouse Stampede just debuted on YouTube. That was, that was released. Um, by This Is Out, my match with Cabana Man 
it'll be it'll be on YouTube by then. But um, August fifth, which is what's coming as we record, it'll be this weekend. It'll be the eighth annual, um, it's the eighth eighth year anniversary. I'm sorry, eighth year anniversary in New South. Gonna be some great matches. It's gonna be um, Akuna Death Society versus MSP versus the Carnies. Um, if you're kind of in tune with New South, you know who that is. On that, uh, sorry to cut this you off, but on that. The- uh, this past Saturday or whatever? Yeah, but it'll be on YouTube Tuesday, the following Tuesday. Gotcha. So as this airs, when will that be? It'll be, after this airs, it'll be the next Tuesday. Okay. Just want to make sure we're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. Adam, on that bunkhouse stampede, Green Street, Pros- uh, Green Street Posse and the ADS, they had a heck of a battle. That was one of my favorite tag team matches I've seen in a couple weeks. So shout heck out to the two teams. Heck of a battle. What I a just want to see MSP. MSP... They're from like Maine. They they drove like twenty something hours to to come win the tag team championship. But the Cornies, he had a guy, his his tag team partner was out, so they made the manager be his tag team partner to defend the titles. Mm. So that he feels like he's got ripped off, so he gets his return match. So it's going to be a triple threat. It's going to be a good one. Right. Then there's also going to be a signed, still delivered ladder match between Marcus Dillon. Our boy Braden Toon, yeah. Channing Thomas, and a, a fellow that I'm going to get to know up here pretty good and the name Vinny Pacifico. Oh, yeah. VP, ah, baby. Yeah. So, um, four big names there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm working on something with Vinny. I'm going to get in real good with him, see what I can do with that. Collusion. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kenzie Page is in a, uh, she's at, they're actually doing a steel cage match. It's Kenzie Page. Hunter Drake and Dylan McQueen. Uh, Kenzie Page and Dylan McQueen has had like this, I know at least two year storyline going on back and forth. They were tag team partners and lost the titles. He turned on her and it's just been a storyline going back and forth ever since. Man, we covered a couple of those matches in the archives. That's right. There you go, James. Beach to it. <laughs> so, um, uh, main is Hunter Drake. Country. Hunter Drake's cashing in on his Haas tournament. Yeah, I think that's it, yep. Finally. Haas tournament, huh? <clears throat> mm. Nice. Been, been there. Look yeah. at us, huh? Look at us. Sponsored by the Kickout Crew. You're damn right. You're that's on YouTube as well. That is your show. Tyler Franks and Brandon Williams are having their best of seven. Match seven finale. So that's going to be a good one. I'm interested to see who's going to win that. Um, there's going to be Zach Johnson doing? Um... I don't think he's in this one. What? All right. Sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I did, but go ahead. He's normally in the helm tagging with uh, uh, Walker 8. Yeah, him and Walker 8 are are on the helm. Yep. They they just, they had a match this past week, so it should be on YouTube by now. Um, Let's see here. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a bull rope match. Big Dave versus negatively because positively his tag team partner Turned on him after being best friends for years. We turned on him. I don't know what he's thinking. Were they called neutral? If you have positive, negative. No, nah, he's negatively now. Oh. Big Dave, huh? Yeah, Big Dave, dude. I'm. I, this dude's got name. so much yeah. charisma. <laughs> Big Dave. This dude has got some. I want to get him on the show. He is so fun to talk to. He's such a good dude. Like just realistically, a really nice guy. He's somebody to watch out for 
in the next couple of years. And uh, Dump Sanders is actually going to be the enforcer in that match. Oh, hey, yeah. um, now. Good old Dump. Renan Cole, the one that beat Kameda <laughs> Mandan, he, um, he's got a match with Primetime. So I hope Primetime gets his ass beat. It's a Green Street fight. He said, any kind of match you want. So Brennan Cole said, all right, Green Street fight. What's a Green Street fight? Well, it's For a Green Street Posse was his tag team. Okay. So it's a well, street fight. Coming, you know. Coming from the mean street, Green hey, Streets man. of Alabama. Of Huntsville, Alabama. Right here. And then um, Alexa has a match too, so we won't talk about that one. <laughs> Are you uh, sure? But, but it's going to be, it's got one, two, on. three, four. Seven or eight different matches, man. Nice. So it's going to be awesome. Awesome. I'm excited. I can't wait to watch that when it premieres on YouTube. Yep, it'll be as as this drops. It'll be the following Tuesday. All right. And that mm-hmm. is the best in the South. Yeah. Was well, it time? Uh. Ah. Ha 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 ha. Well, hey. Uh. So. What's up? Look, uh, what, nephew. Uh, yeah, running. That is so random, dude. <laughs> they just got back from Tennessee. You just have a small person. Hi, bud. <laughs> Hi, nephew from Tennessee. Hey, Hunter. Hey, Hunter. No, I'm telling you. Hey. Fantastic. Say hi. Hi. How old are you? Hi. Say hi, three. Hi, three. Aw. So I ain't got time for you. No time for you. No, tell for you. <laughs> That's my buddy right here. Heck yeah. Tell him bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Say later, yeah. Tater. Later, Tater. <laughs> See you, Hunter. All right. That's right. We had it. That was Adam See. Hunter and Hunter. We'll see Adam in about a half hour. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I guess is it is it time for... See, Brad, what I read... The spirit of celebrities, and I just want to shout out everybody for kind of already doing this subject. I don't know, four times this episode. But uh, when I read the spirit of celebrities, aren't we talking about athletes? Because we could do celebrity matches and talk about the spirit of celebrities. Very true. Do you want me to just do spirit of athletes? That line. You can do whatever you want, James. I just put something on here and hope for the best. <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, uh, I'll just keep it with the spirit of, uh, you know, celebrities to celebrities, athletes. You know, they're celebrities, too, pretty much. But uh, when I read this, I thought of one thing, and it was kind of uh, bringing new eyes to the product. But also, as the celebrities have had their involvements from, you know, the first WrestleMania and even Andy Kaufman and stuff, from that day until the present day, there's been a drastic change in the uh, respect and the talent of these celebrities. And I think it's cool that nowadays... You know, McAfee, Bad Bunny, uh, who else? Logan Paul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, they take it pretty serious, and they train and get ready, and they have uh, some pretty good matches, I'm not going to lie. You know, McAfee has some great ones. He gets underlooked, but Bad Bunny and Logan Paul have great ones, too. I'll admit it. And uh, I think it's cool that, number one, they're involved with the business, but number two, it kind of – they take it serious enough to where it kind of legitimizes everything – and it brings more people to be like, you know, it kind of gives it more respect instead of the ha-ha stuff it used to be. Now it's like, oh, shit, I need to watch this. So uh, I am I would like to give the newer celebrities uh, a shout-out, you know, 
because they've made it to where people look at it and respect it, not look at it like, oh, look at them messing with them wrestlers. Now it's like, damn, did you see that? Damn, oh, shit. Wait a minute. Damien Priest going to, whoa, what? You know, like, it kind of draws them in. And maybe that draws new fans to the product. And uh, that's what it's all about, man. Legitimizing us as fans and, you know, fucking bringing new people to the to the game. So that's uh, all I really wanted to say. I wanted to thank them for bringing the newfound respect and, uh, you know, bringing new eyes. And, you know, that's the spirit of celebrities. Love it. Boom, Thanks, Brad. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> but hey, you know, the spirit of celebrities and them being in ring, uh, maybe they need to listen to Adam because, uh, you know, as an in ring performer, Adam. You know, yeah, you missed last month, you asshole. Oh, sorry. I had to referee a match. Or... No, no. Oh, I was going to no, referee a match. No, that was a rain out. You, you scheduled <laughs> something during 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock, whatever time that's it is it. over there, during the show, because that's the time you're available. <laughs> right. I actually was supposed to referee a match for the Trash Pandas, but we ended up getting rained out just long enough for us to get the ring put up. But we stayed and watched two innings, me and Commander Man. We stayed and watched two innings of that, of that baseball game. We left top of the second. Play, by the way, it was fifteen to one when we left second inning. <laughs> Trash pandas winning? No. Chattanooga oh, Lookouts was beating that ass. I would have left too. It was terrible. I felt bad that I got in for free. I still felt like I owed money. Does anybody else <laughs> question the fact that the game went on, but yet they got rained out? Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> You go try to uh, do a match in, in, a, in a wet mat. I saw WrestleMania 2020 uh, one do it. Well, if it was WrestleMania, it'd be different. I'm just kidding. Go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but anyway, instead of a match, I want to do a whole pay per view. Oh wow! All right. Well, this this ties in. This ties in for later. I watched the Great American Bash, NXT's Great American Bash. Every single match was awesome. I mean, I can't pick just one. That's why I want to do the whole thing. I mean, you have an eight-person mixed tag match. You have uh, tag team uh, NXT tag titles defended. You have a weapons wild match. Then you have Gable Stevenson versus Baron Corbin. Gable Stevenson's first official match. Versus... He's been signed for 10 years. It's about time he wrestled. And so I said this ties in for something later on. So him versus Baron Corbin was actually a really good match. Baron Corbin getting cheered. That was the cool part. Stevenson got booed out of the building. Yeah. And it was so funny. On the Zoom I was on, people freaked out about Baron Corbin's entrance. Like, oh, man, I love that. Oh, well, like, it's a fucking... He, was he a pirate now? Like, what the hell? No, he's, it, he's the lone wolf. You'd, no, you'd have to listen to... Um, you have to listen after the bell. It's something that Corey Graves told him. He said that when he was training back in, in training school, you know, become a wrestler... He was trying to figure out a gimmick and he was like a gimmick change or something. And he said, his trainer told him, burn all the ships, burn everything, start something new. So the burning the ships kind of means like, you know, like back in the Viking. Yeah. Day, Why don't they, they put that on TV land. instead of listen to Corey Graves' podcast? Do I know? Why didn't they put that on TV then? Instead of, yeah, hey, I mean, I don't understand podcast, that part. Why wasn't that part of the promotion of the match? 
But it's, it's like a Viking. It's the thing from the Vikings. When they go to take over a country, they burn the ships. That way they're staying there. There's no yeah. turning back. Is the whole back story to that. Yeah. Put that so I thought TV. it was pretty cool, but if you don't understand, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. I thought, look, was he a pirate? What are we doing? I thought, this Vince back? <laughs> Vince back? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a metaphor saying burn the ships. Whatever you do, you can't turn back. Whatever you're you. doing, you're dedicated to it and full, full speed ahead. I get it now. Um, Tiffany Stratton, Thea Hale had an awesome submissions match for the women's uh, championship match. I love and the Carmelo thing, Hayes and Ilya Dragunov. Oh, Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes. Nothing. I was not a fan of that, that show. <laughs> the half crab sit down knee. And then the dude threw in a red towel. He didn't throw in a white towel. What the fuck are we doing? Is Chase you giving up? Ah. Good. Then I mean, uh, up to that point, it was a good match. But Ilya dragging off. It was, um, it was his shirt. Go ahead. Ilya dragging off. Don't throw in the white flag. <laughs> Not whatever your color scheme is, flag. Adam's going to leave. Ilya dragging off and Carmelo Hayes <laughs> was a very good match. It was a very good match. I mean, if you don't watch the whole pay-per-view, at least watch that one. That I was a question about that match. That was my match, but the whole pay-per-view was awesome. The way Carmelo or Carmelo Hayes landed when he uh, put him, like, he came off the top, right, and he put him in that power bomb. How dangerous was that? Anything power bomb from the top is always dangerous. You know, how he landed, I was scared, man. I'm not gonna lie, that, that was looked like it sucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he's walking. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, because yeah, it could it could have been nasty. It was close, right? That was a close. That was that was inches. That was centimeters, right? It's because of Carmelo Hayes being so athletic. Ninety percent of anybody else would have it would probably would have hurt him. You think back to uh, draws, right? And that move, if you watch uh, that match when he lost, uh, when he got when he when he, when he got paralyzed, yeah. it isn't anything close to that. I, I'm just saying that you see that, and it it, it was it, just it, like it with Kenny. It's like Kenny Omega, and um. Oh, you're right. And Osprey, yeah, Staying something the terrible could have happened there. Is it just stronger necks or just luck? You know, that I, and athletic. Just they're more athletic now. Man, well, you know, we think back to our boy um, Big E too. You know, yeah. another scary moment. That's a but man anyway, that should yeah. not be getting suplexed. I'm sorry, he's just too think, big. What do you think of Hayes's move uh, with like the the leg off the top rope? You like that? If it's hit right, yeah. It was but, hit right. Yeah, it's gonna be that. hit right though, man. It, it's. If you're too far one way, you're going to hit him in the back and land on their head. If you're too far the other way, you totally miss him. I thought that was the best it ever looked. And I, I, yeah, give, Dragunov, I give Dragunov some credit for that, too. Dragunov is so good. God, he's so good. Well, I love the legitimacy of him beating him because he beat Braun Breaker to get to that match. And Braun Breaker's the man. So you and beat they, the man. You really beat the man to get there. So get, I think it gave so him Dragunov even more legitimacy, though. Dragunov is just so believable, everything he does. But I think if he didn't beat Braun Breaker... It would have been like a throw. I mean, it would have been a great match, but I don't think any there would have been any doubt. But because he beat Braun Breaker, you're like, okay, yeah, okay, he deserves this guy's it. for real. Yeah. And who never know when Hayes is going to be called up? Never. Well, they're already teasing him and Bobby Lashley. Yes, sir. Mm. I like. Him. I think I like them better together. In the street pop, the street profits too. Yeah. With Trick Williams. Yeah, Her I love. Business. I like Trick Williams. It's funny. All man. five of them. That'd be it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like say, it. Awesome. I think my pay-per-view or the feeling about that pay-per-view for me got ruined at that triple threat match because I had a lot like this is going to be so badass. 
and it was pretty lackluster to me and i was like well these all kind of are kind of lackluster i think it put me in a you know it's are you it's talking about dominic, ship. dominic mysterio match the mustafa yeah. yeah mustafa lee dominic and hey. wesley i mean the ending was awesome don't get me wrong the ending was awesome but everything leading up to that nah i hey, love that rhea ripley got to get involved in every fucking because she's a heel well i know but yes. then yeah, get her out. Like, if you want to see a know. better match, if you want to get a better taste in your mouth, Tyler Bate, uh, Wesley, and Mustafa Ali had an amazing match in NXT a couple of weeks ago. That was an amazing triple threat. Tyler, I'm a big Tyler Bate awesome. fan anyway. And that one dude, was it Wesley, I guess? They got like every fucking finisher done on him in that Dominic match. So I was like, man, if he kicks out again, but then like, uh, who was it? Yeah, Ali was going to win. They pulled the leg and then... Oh, Dominic's uh, Frog Splash show. Pretty fucking legit, though, at that pay-per-view. Yeah. I liked it. That's one just of the like his daddy. Oh, just like his daddy. Like his Uncle Eddie. <laughs> I think Dominic's great. I... No, because what about his damn little three suplex thing? There's Terrible. been so much shit on that. <laughs> but, what about them doing it, what, but what about them doing it back to him? That's that was, cool. I like that spot. Double team. That was great storytelling. He does it shittily. Dominic does it shittily. I think Dominic's improved yeah. 100%. Oh, God, yes. He's, yeah. yeah. Doesn't mean From he does and Seth Rollins. Yeah. Right. Dominic's a star. Huh? Oh, He's yeah, a star. Definitely. I've been he's saying it since we started. Who? He, you, he's the most overheel there is right now. When do you think he I can think. be in the main event of WrestleMania? Three years. So, so let me ask you this, yeah. guys. Can, um, I think this year, alongside Rhea Ripley, when she's in there, he can be standing outside the ring. Guys, I've changed my whole thought process. I think it's L.A. night this year. I think that's why he's losing and teasing us. I think it's for the big one. Mm. That would be nice. Yeah. 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 By the way, Adam, I think you started this whole thing. I don't think anybody was cheering for him before you started doing this. So appreciate everyone listening. And it's funny because I started doing this when I was... He wasn't. I, I went to SmackDown with Frank and Sorensen, and that's when it started. He wasn't getting the cheers that that he is now. I'll no, tell and, you. and, and here's the thing. Pal. Here's the thing. He's the number one merchandise seller for the month of July. He out. He outsold NWO, Austin Three Sixteen, uh, Bloodline, Roman Reigns. He outsold all of them. Cody. Yeah, yeah I, th- Cody, I think yeah. Top, and he has yeah, thirteen items. He has like 13 items. All of them have like 1,700 or whatever. Yeah, he's he got a yellow shirt that says, yeah. Selling all of them. A yellow shirt. Yeah, that out, says, of, yeah. out of the top five, he was top three out of that all is top amazing. five. He had three of them. And you're not doing nothing with this guy? Come on. Well, Kevin Nash doesn't like him. Oh. <laughs> Don't get me started on that asshole. He actually talked about it again, but. I mean, he's not wrong about him having a lot of rock similarities. But yeah, but, I, but if I you want to throw. If you throw that out there, you got to throw in everybody else. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, wrestling is copycat. Well, I mean, Conrad has brought yeah. it up about Rick 30 Flair times. got everything Flair. from Buddy Rogers. I'm a rip-off, guys. <laughs> I mean, we're all rip-off. Yeah, you truth. are, Richard. <laughs> yeah, you're a rip-off of Gilbert. Well, I know this. I didn't invent FMK, even though Amy thinks oh. I did. <laughs> no, you just made the rules. Yeah, I made the rules. No, I did not. They're in the title. <laughs> you just didn't explain them as what that one Apparently not. I love her, though. Well, that's all over. Well, we're letting the <laughs> clock run on this one. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Adam. Uh, that wasn't bad. 
Ten. That was a good one, Adam. <laughs> this one doesn't necessarily have to be the deuce anyway. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Speaking of deuce, <laughs> is it time for match two? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to dribble on over to match two, and that is uh, Dennis Rodman and Hollywood Hogan. Huh. Versus Diamond <laughs> Dallas Page and Carl Malone. It took place at the Bash of the Beach, 1998. Well, kayfabe. Okay, the Bash of the Beach, 1998. On July 12th of that year. What is this picture? It's I think it's from a press conference, actually. <laughs> They're like all getting along. They, that, well, everybody house. showed up dressed, and Rodman probably just flew in from Vegas. <laughs> and, like he know, flew yeah. in from the... <laughs> Flew in from the hotel room. That's a nice fanny pack. This is ten o'clock at night. We got to go to this. Huh? What? All right. He is a a good good dresser. Go ahead, James. I'm sorry. That's a nice fanny pack, guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) July twelfth, nineteen ninety eight, at the Cox Arena in San Diego, California. (laughs) They had an attendance of ten thousand ninety five. Nice it had a buy rate of 580,000. Root you. Big number. It had a match length of 23 minutes and 47 seconds. And once again, if you watch intros and everything, it's like an hour and a half. <laughs> and, uh, Meltzer gave this one no. negative and one quarter star. So he gave the other one one and a half, and this one negative one quarter. That's but a three star swing. Well, the crowd reaction, I would say, says differently. But it's not about where we're at right now. Devin, how did we get there? All right. So in 1998, (laughs) for the third year in a row, the Chicago Bulls were in the NBA Finals. Damn right. For the the second year in a row, they would be taking on the Utah Jazz. So when the Bulls had a 2-to-1 lead over the Utah Jazz, the very next night on WC Nitro, WCW Nitro, when Dennis Rodman was supposed to be at Bulls practice, he was actually on Nitro with the NWO. He would not tell Phil Jackson that he was going to be skipping practice, the head coach of the Bulls at the time, and Phil Jackson and the Bulls would then fine him $20,000, which I'm sure was pocket change for him at this time. I bet WCW paid that. Oh, 100%. I would say so. Two games later, the Chicago Bulls would win again, and this being their third championship in a row. But there was one person that was not happy about the Chicago Bulls winning a second time over his team, and he was going to do something about it. That man was Carl Malone. Mm-hmm. He showed up on Nitro alongside DDP, telling the story about how Dennis Rodman skipped practice. And he would never do something like that. Showing that he's a strong, good man. Pulling a baby face alongside DDP. And the story was pretty much wrote right there. It's the the guy that's been beat back-to-back years trying to get redemption over the the cool bad guy. How, how awesome was it that they actually drove 18-wheelers or an 18-wheeler to the show? Yeah, because Carl Malone has a CDL. He has a training business. That was business. awesome. 
So, all right. Great job, Devin. I appreciate all that because it is true. Like there's so much tied into this. Uh, You know, the wrestling is what it is, but this is a story for sure. So again, we have Michael Buffer out there again. NWO is out first this time. Hogan and Rodman. Mike, is Hogan's tan um, off the chains here or what? Oh, he's all the time. He's from Florida. He got that tan going on, no matter what. Why doesn't Jason hey, walk outside? <laughs> what was that? If, only, if only Sting would have got Sting his tanning you. regiment from Hulk Hogan. Back, back, from back Florida. In, that's when, that's when he, he was working on the gyms that were on the outside on the beach. Man, I'll tell you, what a life. That's where he huh? worked out at. What a life. Again, Rodman is in uh, the beach workout. Rodman looks good again here, uh, ready for the ring. Uh, DDP and Carl Malone entrance. Carl Malone. Now, Devin, you explained it, um, that there's a a rivalry here in in the NBA, of course, because of the championship that year. But let me ask you something else. What do you think the NBA thought of this? I think the NBA liked it for the most part. Um, Besides Rodman skipping practice and stuff, it's putting a lot more eyes on two of their biggest stars. So, hey, if you want to see the two of their biggest stars alongside two of the biggest wrestlers, I think that it's definitely going to work out for both sides. He looks really good. I kinda, I, you know, and that kind of what I, what Devin was saying, you know, you got all these like wrestling fans that don't watch basketball. They're going to turn around and watch the finals to see what they do in the game. And they did get into so, a little scuffle in the finals too. Yeah, you know, so they got in their things. And then you got all your NBA fans that are going to come to WCW to watch what they're going to do in the ring. You know, you're right, though. And, you know, you get you go back, Mike, to uh, when Undertaker was feuding or not feuding, actually, with Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar was in a legit MMA fight. And they showed this on um, a Broken Skull Sessions with the uh, mm-hmm. Austin and him. And how, I mean, Brock legitimately lost the fight shoot fight okay <laughs> and right. still walked by the undertaker and got and kept the story going and that's kind of what happened here too it's it's just great stuff to tie it all together like that i love it what are we looking at here by the way guys um, thanks tyler <laughs> <laughs> this um, is why we fired tyler so <laughs> get in line producer anyway i'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> no sell it for now uh yeah so, so, so we have a resume out there for another producer. If you're interested, email us at kickoutcrew at gmail.com. Kickoutcrewpod at gmail.com. So, uh, mailman uh, Carl Mullen looks good here. Head of security, Doug Dillinger, hanging out behind him. Shout out, Doug Dillinger. Uh, hey, I got to see him. Yeah, I got to meet him at Top Guy Weekend. Real fun guy. Hey, there we go. Good. Uh, James, who are the announcers this evening? Oh, well, some things are the same, some are different. Well, I'm glad you asked, Brad, because on this Bash at the Beach with Dennis Robin in Hollywood, we have Tony Schiavone, Bobby Heenan, and Mike Tanay. Very good. Very good indeed. Hogan and DDP to start? Maybe, maybe not. We're going to find wait, wait, wait. out. Before we get into it, I want to say a uh, Bobby Heenan line. Okay. When they're kind of squaring off. I think it's when Carl uh, Malone rips his shirt off, and he says, uh, he plans to deliver the mail like it's never been delivered before. Shout out Dave McClay. Damn it. I had something here. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I got a question, and it, this this one's mainly for Adam. You know, of your two wrestlers in the ring working with two non-wrestlers and how much they got involved in this match, 
does that make a difference? Like, I mean, they, I mean, no, Dennis Rodman was in there the year before and everything else, but like Carmelo wasn't. But are you not scared that they could fuck up and hurt you? Not only could they hurt you, but they could hurt themselves and put their career in jeopardy. So, I mean. Right. I mean, especially now. I mean, like they are in the finals right now at this time. So. Well, that's why they put Hogan with him. Because they knew they wouldn't. They knew Hogan wouldn't wouldn't ask them to do anything they couldn't already do. Because uh, prior to this, there had been a couple of nitros where Carl Malone actually scoop slammed Hogan a couple of times already. So they already knew he could do it. And I mean, other than a couple of scoop slams, elbow drops, well, what did they really do? So they knew Hogan would take care of them. So, and well, even like DDP, like, I mean, he took care of, you know, Dennis Rodman on it. But you think that's how it should be? (laughs) There was was one point in that match, they looked like they about messed up. A couple times. There was a, yeah. And we're going to get there. <laughs> we're going to get there. Okay. But do, do you think that's how it should be? Like something where, like if you have a celebrity or an athlete that comes in, well, they just do a couple of scoops on hands or something like that. Well, like it's kind of like what, moves and get out. what you're referring to, I think, would be a good example is uh, Ricochet and um, what's his name? Logan, 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 Paul. Logan Paul, yeah. When they did that Spanish fly and almost broke Logan Paul's neck. Right. See, I, I agree with bringing Logan Paul in to work with Roman because Roman will take care of him. Uh, bring him in with the Miz because the Miz is a, a freaking ultimate professional. But, what I mean, if, if Logan Paul gets hurt against Ricochet, and I love, don't get me wrong, Ricochet is one of my top favorite guys. But if he gets hurt in this match... What what next? Right. So, I, I mean, I, the match is going to be great, but I don't think the risk is worth the reward for that match. Here, I think. Well, you know, it's a, it's you know, a top thing Logan, here. You you mentioned Logan Paul. I think he's on a different level than what you know these two were. Oh yeah, because he he's been in the ring, he's been training, he's been you know. Doing what he has to do. But putting him in there with Ricochet, the risk ain't worth the reward. Now, putting him in there with Roman, putting him in there with The Miz, with Seth Rollins, these guys are going to take care of him, just like Hogan, DDP will take care of Rodman and Malone. I just don't see the risk of putting Logan Paul in there with Ricochet because it's not worth – the reward ain't worth the risk. Too much high-flying? Well, I mean, mean, that's – high-flying is the quickest way to get hurt. So what if Logan Paul hurts Ricochet? He'll never hear the end of it. Oh, this uh, this non wrestler hurt comes in, hurts one of my guys, hit it bite ball. And that and is the spirit of celebrity. The opposite? Yeah. Do you know how to do like the opposite? Like or, uh, Logan what? Paul. Uh, which <laughs> match are we talking about here? Like uh, yeah. what are we doing right now? <laughs> Holy fuck. Well, I know uh, okay, I got one more question, but can well, yeah, that match was last Saturday, guys. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, but now as we're talking. Logan Paul could hurt Ricochet. All right. Yeah, and if that happens, then like I said, if Logan Paul hurts Ricochet, Logan Paul gets bite balled from the wrestling business. But if Ricochet hurts Logan Paul, Ricochet they'll look at him as a heel. He did it on purpose. He's an outsider. He 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 made this guy learn his lesson. You know, uh, 
on your Stratzer, kid. Right. So the, the risk ain't worth it. Here, I think the risk is worth it because this is two top guys. You've got Hogan. I mean, if you're not going to put him in there with Hogan, who else would you put him in there with? Do not open up that can of worms. Okay. <laughs> yeah. As, as long as it's not Goldberg, I think we'll be okay. There you go. Why not, Devin? Why not a rematch of last year? <laughs> uh, well, the guys had moved on at this point. The Giant was actually part of the NWO. There it is. So uh, you couldn't really do that. And, and so, so Mike Luger, sent you. Actually. Wasn't he? Wasn't Luger part of the one red and black? And, uh... Yeah, he was red and black with Tiger Tech. Yeah. So they were both. Yeah. There but do you notice Hogan? Hogan is about 15 pounds lighter right here. I did not notice. Yeah, yeah I want to touch on something. A he lost a belt. This, I forgot to add in my build. Goldberg defeated Hulk Hogan for that World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, he yep, he the Monday before. Oh, yeah, the Monday before this. So Fuck we have Rodman and Malone in now. Again, Fuck Goldberg. This is a big production. Rodman Fuck Goldberg. Uh, what are we on beer well, nine? Hey, Brad, I'm Brad, I got you right here. It was just, it was just funny putting, putting Hogan with Goldberg, and then a week later, I mean, he's already in storyline. So I'll break him away from the tag team storyline to go against Goldberg one week, and then go right back to the tag team storyline. It didn't make any sense booking wise. And the question Brad asked us earlier was something about the championship not being on the line in the main event. Well, the championship was on the line the match before this. And so, yeah. technically, it's the same thing. It's not on the line in the main event. And again, this goes uh, beginning of time. We talked about this. Should the championship be the main event? No, this is the biggest thing going right now. This yeah, is this, yeah, here. it's Hogan. Who are you going to no. put after? Yeah. I mean, I, Goldberg, I, I was, it, Goldberg was big. Storyline is more important than the titles right now. Agreed. Amen. So, so Rodman and Malone are in. Again, this is a big production. Rodman keeps retreating. Adam, as a wrestling purist, how frustrating is this to watch Rodman retreat so many times? Him playing a heel, I don't mind it too much because he's antagonizing Malone and he's kind of stretching the storyline a little bit because everybody knows Malone wants to get his hands on Rodman. That's all he wants to do. And he's like so close. So he's right there. And then he jerks away from him and runs out. Okay. I I, I like it. I mean, all because right. it's good heel work. They lock up. Rodman slips out of the ring. Hogan right there. Devin, have you watched this match more than twice? I yeah, but before this week, no. This was the this week was the first time I've watched this match. Okay, just curious, so like your perspective as a, a young man watching this when you were only right one year or two years old, then right? <laughs> yeah, I was wasn't even one. Yeah, would you? How'd you like it the first time when you were one years old? See, I don't remember it back then. Watching it back now, I can definitely tell that uh, Rodman wasn't the same Rodman as the match before. Well, we're gonna there's get to just that. something a little off. We're going to get to that. Tag to Hogan. He's flexing. Malone and Hogan tease uh, the test of strength. They are sort of locked up. That's what I wrote here. Sort of locked up. Like uh, like a neck lock of some sort. Body slam to Hogan. A very good pop. Um, we haven't talked much about DDP on this podcast. James, are you a DDP fan? Huge. Especially around this time. Uh, he's the people's guy, you know. Uh, pretty much like... Yeah, yeah. What was uh, what's your business here? Type of thing. You're training too late. You're not a wrestler, and he worked his way up. Scott Hall, that uh, diamond cutter on Scott Hall, pretty much just fucking you know, did great stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, I would say a DDP fan. I think a lot of America was because they chose him to team with Malone to take on Robin and Hogan. 
I'm everybody go, knows. Wait a minute. Everybody knows why James likes DDP because he like going around letting everybody feel the bang. Damn right. Yeah. I'm gonna go right back oh. to you. right back to you in a minute, James. Rodman back in. DDP shoves Rodman down. So much shit talking. But James, what do you think of Rodman's gear compared to Malone's gear? Well, it feels like uh, they're, they're both teams, but in separate ways. Like Robin and Hogan are wearing NWO stuff, but you can tell that DDP and Malone are like a team. You know, I agree. DDP you, throws. You think it, it could be anybody else that could be a tag team with Carl Malone besides the DDP at this time? So actually, yeah, Eric Bischoff wanted this match to be Macho Man and Carl Malone, but at the time, DDP and Carl Malone were. In real life, extremely close friends. So Carl Malone trusted DDP enough and requested for him to be his partner. Plus, he was okay, only so the baby, the only baby face left. Everybody else was on NWO. <laughs> but do you think Macho Man could have worked as good as DDP? No. Because yeah. you have the Hogan, Macho, and then you have the Carl Malone, uh, Dennis. I don't think it would be near as good. Rivals I don't, I don't think it would be as good. I, I see where you're coming from, but I don't think DDP or Randy Savage would have worked as good with Carl Malone as DDP did. Their like, mentality. Yeah, Carl Malone and Macho Man, I think their chemistry, their mentality would have been a little different. Hey, Mike, can I ask you a question? What is it about this match that makes you want to have diarrhea of the mouth compared to the last <laughs> one? It's the I, same fucking match. A lot. <laughs> No, no, but it's, it's not. not. It's, no, it's not. There's two bunny hops in a row. We haven't had a one. move yet, and Mike has told a freaking story, <laughs> and I had to put I had to put a bookmark in it. Who's, who's locked up? Have we done a lockup yet? I think we done. I'm, yeah. I'm trying. I'm to just get saying. Carl Malone already did a I, submission move to Hogan. I'm okay with having somebody outside of wrestling in, but now we got a we got two people in in the main event of a pay per view. You know, I think it takes away a lot from it. But at the same time, this is a real life rivalry. This is kind of like remember but, when um remember when it, he had Brock Lesnar, the guy that actually legitimately knocked him out, Kane was his name, Kane. Um, yeah, Kane Velasquez. Same, Velasquez. Same, Velasquez, same thing. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, but that was that was a one on one. I agree. And you had Rey Mysterio in there. This ain't two people in there with two wrestlers like. I, I just think it took away – it would have been better if there was – like if Hogan was in there with somebody else besides Rodman. I, I get the storyline. I 100% get it. All right. So what if they added two more wrestlers? Maybe, maybe a three-on-three. Three. Then you I could think, have one more person better, a little bit more. So we have an what arm, about drag, a single match? arm drag by Rodman, and it's like there's one move and a break, one move and a break, and the lockup. A collision by DDP and Rodman, and they're making, like you said already, Adam, and I don't need to ask questions here because you already said it. They're making Rodman look weak early because he's the heel. Headlock by Rodman. DDP throws him down. It's very sloppy, though. Leapfrogs by Rodman. Collision. Booze from the crowd, yes. actually. Very hey, big. DDP and Rodman work or a shoot? Because some of those seem like a little, uh, little choppy. It looked, it looked like a shoot almost. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm. I'm gonna get into what I think about Rodman and for sure here. Um, Devin, this is exactly where I'm asking it. Actually, Devin, does Rodman seem less ready for this, or is he? Is this using it in his character? Yeah. No. Rodman 100 was less ready for this match. 
I actually have a quote right here yeah. from Dennis Rodman about this match. Quote, we decide to go to this bar. This is about the night before. We go out to this bar somewhere on the beach and stay up drinking all night. And I mean all night. I remember the next day I had to dig real deep to get that match done. And for the first few minutes of the match, I felt like complete hell. Yeah, I remember Hogan saying that he would party and then show up to practice. He did the same thing for yeah. the championship. But and and that's what I'm saying. I mean, you got somebody that's unprofessional like that. You're putting like the even just Rodman. You're putting three other people's lives in your hands at that time. Very unprofessional. I agree. And that's so what, that's that that's what I seen in this match compared to the other match. I think he was very unprofessional. I think he thought, oh, I already done it last year. I can do it this year. And this ain't him. That's exactly what he thought. Yep. He had that mentality. So we have Malone and Hogan in the ring. Hogan has Malone's arm, wrist lock, Rodman with the cheap shot on Malone. Hogan in control, choking Malone. What's wrong with a throat choke? (laughs) Adam, I mean, (laughs) body slam by Hogan. Locked looks more and actually that body slam by Hogan looked more painful for Hogan. I'm gonna tell you by picking him up. He he's hurting here for sure. Dropping elbows. Yeah. Don't expect any mail tomorrow, huh? Bobby Bobby uh said that. <laughs> so I wrote here and James already said it. Should have had McClay on this week, right, Mike? Oh <laughs> yeah, right. Rodman with elbows on Malone. Well, into, Malone, where's Stockton when you need him? Into the boots of Ho- boot of Hogan. Devin, is this good versus bad storytelling, except the crowd doesn't know who the hell to root for? Uh, I think that's definitely it. Um, you can kind of you can kind of tell the heels are getting under the skin and trying to get Carl Malone to be the odd man out and pick him away from DDP. The crowd is really eating right into it. They're booing the right guys. Hogan with so, I got I got a quick question for this. What if, the fuck, bro? Of course you did. <laughs> You know, we got okay, so segments. Like, Carl Malone was with the Utah Jazz, and Dennis Wyman was Chicago Bulls. You think if they played in, or if they had this pay per view in one of those towns, it would have made a big difference? They would have cheered for their hometown guy 100%. So, do you think they should have have cheered for Rodman? In Utah, they would have cheered for for Carl 100%. They cheered for MJ up in in Long Island when nobody cheered for MJ up. So do you Shut think out. that like, only AW shows have been through? They should have tried to done something like that, like try no, to make that no, work. Because it's bash at the beach. What are they're they not doing? real reactions. Salt Lake like, City. <laughs> it's like that bitch CN Punk. You know, it's real reactions. It's not a real reaction in Chicago. Okay. I don't know. Bash <laughs> at the beach in Chicago or bash at the beach in Salt Lake City. <laughs> yeah. Right. Make your own beach. I mean, they, they, you had a different pay per view. Yeah, I get. I you. mean, but I, I understand what's like that, but I think Hogan, if they would have had it at around their area. It would have been different. Hogan with the knee to the neck and a reverse chin lock to Malone. Adam, are you surprised by the amount of time Malone is in the ring? Um, yeah, honestly. Sorry, I'm having microphone issues. So, <laughs> I mean, the whole arm come off. But um, yeah, I'm actually surprised because I figured DDP would lead this match. Again, I agree, hundred percent. Again, sloppy wrestling though. Hogan punches Malone and Rodman falls. <laughs> back back body drop by Hogan, I think. Malone's wife shown in the crowd. Shout out. 
Um, DDP hot tag, knocking everyone yeah. out. Double team by Hogan and Rodman. Knee from Rodman. Belt to DDP. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Was that legal? Uh, uh, what do you want to add to that, James? Go ahead. Well, the hot tag for DDP was awesome because he comes in like a blaze of glory, and he's on fire, and the crowd is uh, going ape shit. And then that, uh, you know, what better way to cool it down than that little uh, interference? Uh, yeah. I wanted to uh, ask Adam uh, real quick. Uh, as an in-ring performer, uh, so DDP comes in, Crowd's hot, crowd's hot, crowd's hot. Bam, that double team kind of lessens it back down a little bit, you know, so they can build it back up later. Like, is that kind of the, the story of it? That's storytelling 101, brother. The hottest the crowd's been the whole match? Kill yep, and then cut them off. Cut the legs yeah. off from under them. Great. Man, I thought it was great. I loved it. James, you obviously loved it. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. But is the belt legal, uh, James? <laughs> uh, shit. You know, uh, WCW, I mean, he's not a foreign object. He has it in the ring. Yeah. With WCW, who knows? All right. Rodman choking. I think we need to ask Matt Gyoda for it. Rodman in double clothesline um, by uh, Rodman and Hogan. Shout out, MJF, baby. <laughs> That's just double funny. clothesline. Foot to the neck of DDP from Hogan. Clothesline in the corner. Tags in Rodman. Double foot to DDP. Celebration again. James, how important is the commentary in this match at this point, though? Well, kind of with the uh, up and down, up and down, ebb and flow of it, your commentary has to keep the, uh, like, keep the suspense, keep the excitement, but also recognize the moment, you know? I, I thought it was great. Because they can't overdo the moment. If they're trying to bring the crowd a little down, they can't be, like, over the top on commentary. You know, like, it kind of, it's an ebb and flow thing. So I think they did good. I like that. I, did, I agree 100%. Adam, have you ever helped to train a non-wrestler for uh, a spot in a match? No, I haven't got to yet. Uh, can't wait for that moment. Maybe it can be me. Hey, oh, uh, I don't think I have a prayer in hell teaching you. There, there it is. I'm just kidding. I'll teach you, brother. <laughs> All right. Uh, suplex by Hogan to DDP, cover out of two. Devin, is the match longer than it needs to be? Uh, yeah, but they're also playing that story. So, I mean, Hogan's selling. DDP selling. They're trying to make. They're trying to play that entire story out with it. So I understand why it's this long, but they could have shortened it by about ten minutes. I agree. Double team by Rodman and Hogan. DDP fighting out of it, but a but a drop toe hold by Hogan. <laughs> Tag to Rodman. Rodman with a headlock, but they call it something else here and and make a big deal about it. I. It was a headlock. I, I don't know. Double team to DDP again. Mike can. Ch- can Charles Robinson please pay attention to the match or what? <laughs> I mean, he's all over the place in this thing. <laughs> so I don't know if it's because Rick Freyer wasn't in there that he wasn't paying attention <laughs> or what it was, but he's just all over the place in this match. <laughs> Big boot to DDP, misses the leg drop. Tagged, uh, he tagged, uh, I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. Tagged him alone. Close yeah, line to here we go, baby. Clothesline to Hogan. Rodman in the close. Rodman in the clothesline to him. Bam! Two big bodies. pop. Big pop after it that Rodman clothesline. Huge pop after that Rodman clothesline. Two body slams by Malone to Hogan and slam, Rodman. Or slam Rodman. That's I'm sorry. That was the big pop. The yeah, slam to Rodman. Humongous pop. Mm-hmm. I wrote down all of this. Man, that's badass. Dude, that hot tag. Carmelone comes in. Yeah, you yeah, know, no, like it was exciting. The mailman was delivering. There it is. Man. 
has them both now clunks their heads together. Yeah. Keep it going. Go ahead. You want to say something? He tags DDP. D you know, like, well, he does the, uh, you know, he starts doing the, the diamond cutter symbol. And then, you know, the crowd starts losing it. And then, uh, you know, commentary's like, oh, they know what time it is. He tags DDP. DDP comes in. Diamond cutter. Bam! You know? Like, uh, and then uh, Malone. Well, yeah, I think that's a little later. But, yeah, that tag. Yeah. So here, though, he slams Hogan's head ten times on that pad. Eight. You can... Eight times. Is it eight? I, I wrote He 10. does eight, and then Hogan does the ninth on his own. <laughs> and then uh, he falls back. But then, yeah, but. Butterflies the size of pigeons. Just a line I had to say. Uh, so, again, the diamond cutter to Hogan. Big freaking pop. Awesome. Big, big pop. Fucking awesome. Top five mood for you, James? Oh, when he does it, and uh, when it's, you know, kind of built like this and he pulls it off, you know it's it's stunner-esque. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, here we go. It's go time, baby. You know? So, Malone diamond cutter to Rodman now. Amazing. That Very was well a big... Done. Big old pop. That was great. So now we have the disciple in the ring Boom. with a stunner to DDP Who? to a massive pop. By the way, I was like, "What?" They're they loved it. The crowd loved it. Hogan Back. with the cover. One was he was he not jacked at this time though? Two. Yes. Three. Huge Whoa. pop by the crowd though. After that three count, huge yeah. pop by the crowd. That, that's the confusion. I don't get it. NWO is cool, man. That's what it is. NWO is too cool and sweet. Uh, <laughs> Malone with a cutter to, to the disciple now. <laughs> ah, in my notes, I wrote, what's better than a diamond cutter to the disciple? I was going to say his uh, shoot name, but I was like, ah, that's kind of rude. But I was like, what better than a diamond cutter to the disciple? So Malone working the crowd good. Diamond cutter to Charles Robinson. Right. <laughs> and I ask, I ask you, Ref Adam, are you there? Damn it. He's never where I need him. Did he take that better than you could? <laughs> oh. Adam's got to answer that question. Adam, did he take that uh, cutter better than you could? Charles Robinson? 50-50. booking, baby. And then we have a black and white NWL celebration. Big, big celebration that goes on for another four and a half minutes. Back. And that is the match. Right? A lot of fun. So if Again. you're in the Chicago area, Labor Day weekend, StarCast, the big convention. There's also an AEW pay-per-view. So, uh, you know, make a weekend out of it. And the worm, Dennis Rodman, will be making an appearance. So definitely get your tickets and all that stuff because, I mean, meet and greet with Dennis Rodman, picture, autograph. He, he doesn't, from what I understand, he don't do it often. And to do it with us yep. wrestling fans, pretty fucking cool. So we got and, and if you can't make it, Dennis Rodman does have his mail-in orders. And also, everything will be on the Premier Streaming Network. The whole weekend is yes, on the, the Premier, Premier Streaming, Streaming Network. Network. I believe they're covering StarCast. Oh, my goodness. The Premier wow. Streaming Network. The Premier Streaming Network, the new home of the kickout crew. Sounds oh, like the Premier, the Premier Streaming, Streaming Network. Network. I feel like we hadn't said it enough. Is the place to be. I got questions from our loyal fans. Let's do it. Ben Jones, yeah. friend of the show, Ben Jones, zip code bro. Ben Jones. Zip I'll bro answer it. In 2008. <laughs> Here we go. I love that start. We're talking we about 97. Uh, Hulk Hogan had a show called Hogan's, Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Championship Wrestling, where celebrities learn how to wrestle, cut promos, etc. 
On the show was Dennis Rodman. I thought this was strange given his experience at WCW years prior. Did any of you watch the show? And if so, did you think the same thing? That's my first time hearing no. about the show. Yeah, sorry, Ben. First time hearing about it. But I, I'll tell you what, I might want to check something like that out I, I, on YouTube. I've heard about it. I've heard about it. I've never watched it. Um, But why not have been in Tom Manning? It is I mean, strange, though. No, it sounds like he was learning from him when he should have already kind of known. Is that his idea? Yeah, I mean, he kind of knows. episode I mean, with Ben. Hmm. Yeah, there we go. Interesting. Shout out to the Zippo coach. <laughs> Shout out, Wonka Wonka. Um, so we got another question here from, hey, look who's back. Money Mike. Oh, Mike. Money, 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 money. Oh, yeah. Go bonus. Do you, do you believe crossovers between professional wrestling and mainstream sports generate as much Internet now in the modern era as they did in the 90s? Or has the concept been overutilized to the extent of no longer being as unique? Man, I got an answer, but go ahead. Go ahead. Well, go ahead with your answer. Well, I, I 100% think Logan Paul with social media and his presence in, in the mainstream world is bigger than any of it. Well, it's someone, but yes. so, well, say someone with less of a presence than him, though. Because he has like a gajillion, you know, YouTube. Yeah, because I would say he, he, he did have, like when he did his entrance, it was like 1.5 million people that followed him during his entrance when he went live. But I think... It would depend on who it is. Yeah. I mean, you can't just have a random somebody. You have to have somebody that's hot right now. And bit Bad Bunny. And, look how Bad Bunny is internationally. Well, I mean, but look at old Bad Bunny. Hauser. Get, you know, no, Walter Hauser that, didn't fucking set the scene on fire when he went to <laughs> Was he? He's like more of a. That's what I'm saying. It depends on who you have. Or like Rick Ross didn't even have that big of a pop in. What about AEW. what about Jackass though? Maybe we're hey, just talking about man, the way we're talking. AEW is just down here with the celebrities. Well, no, well, he's a little yeah, more. Yeah, they had Tech on there. Boo! Strange say, music, more like change the music. When I say jackass, I don't mean R Ronaldo. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, well, you're talking, about, not, you're talking about a WrestleMania match. Yeah, but jackass had a brand new movie coming out. Right when that come out, yeah, timing's everything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if okay. you, it depends on who you have. Mike's right. Whoever's hot at the time, or whoever yeah. you have, yeah. that's who you, what you do. Yeah, I'll be, I mean, what's I mean, your name came what, out to Barbie the other day for a reason. Um, okay, okay, but what about what about the Rock? I mean, because technically he's a movie star right now. So if he comes under, out right now, is he still huge? Either he's way. ours. We claim I'm him. Saying he started. Saying, it's where you start, man. That's he started with wrestling. So what if you have Kevin Hart come out then? Because Kevin Do Hart what? is big with him. What resign? I mean, what are we doing? What are we talking about? I mean, a manager or something. I mean, just come out there and talk some shit. Get his ass whooped. He gets his ass whooped. The Rock comes out and I don't think he want to do that. I don't think it, Kevin Hart. You mean the comedian Leo Rush? Hey, oh, <laughs> I was waiting. I was wondering if somebody was going to say some Leo Rush joke. I got another Michael McClanahan <laughs> question. Money, Mike. Of course you do. If you had to do a modern day wrestling celebrity crossover, which major league uh, franchise would you pick? NBA, NFL, NHL, or MLB, do you believe would generate the most interest in which professional athlete would you select? I mean, we kind of touched on George it. Kittle. NFL. I think yeah, NBA they tried it too. with Gronk, and I think it was going to be something. And then they Gronk was big. Nothing. Gronk went back to football. And then, then uh, what about more of UFC? We got we got this crossover going over. You think? Well, you if, you think at, if, you America, if you look at America's top team, 
Who, I mean, name they, five UFC fighters that would just blow it off. Yeah, because UFC fighters have this. Conor McGregor. This belief. Well, they have this belief that fight. once well, we do WWE, active. we can't go back to UFC. Conor McGregor. Because it's the would, whole yeah. scripted versus real crap. That is also true. Yeah. I still think, I think the NBA's got the most personality. So you don't NBA think. NFL. Do you think after this uh, SummerSlam, Ron Rousey could not go back to UFC and whoop some ass? She didn't whoop ass before she came. Hey, yo, she got knocked out yeah. like three straight times before she went to wrestling. Yeah, she Hashtag was on the way Holly out. Holmes. <laughs> she she lost her. She lost it. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm I, I no disrespect. She could go I, back and whip. But ass. she she's I'm, always I'm, been a WWE I'm, I'm fan not though. Disagreeing with you, I'm just asking opinions. I think she, she she's always a WWE fan though. You can't name five UFC fighters that like wrestling right now. You can't name five uh, UFC Brock fighters Lizard. at all. Brock Lesnar is not that anymore, Lesner? man. Okay, but if he went to w, uh, UFC tomorrow, you think he could whoop some ass? Nah, maybe. He's full maybe. Yeah, but he's see, older, he did though. WWE well, first. He's years though. old now. Yeah. He, it's a different different world, man. Still a tough guy. Think, I'm not messing I with him. I think right? John Jones would be about the only one would come from UFC. That'd be a good one. To WWE. Like Bones good. Jones, Devin, you went with Kittle? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, if we had to go, uh, if I was going baseball, I'd go Aaron. Aaron likes Judge. wrestling too. Aaron Judge you know? would be good. He's him a big and Pinta, you know, Pinta gave him a mask when they played in Mexico City. Hey, yeah, that's true. Couple of boxers, you know. Uh, what's his name? Ryan Garcia. He'd be fun. He was the at GFC. WrestleMania. What about yeah, Tommy Morrison's son? Hey. Oh, you yeah. know, no that? names. Adam you said that about one about guy. Us. You said Tommy Morrison's son. Tyson Trevor Fury. Morrison, right? Trevor Morrison. I, I don't know. I got I got to double check that. I, I, I read about say, man, the celebrity involvement in those combat sports is not as big as it used well, to be. Speaking of sons, well, Brown Pillman Jr. coming to NXT. Good. Yeah. It's about time. Supposedly. So Zol now, Lopez. Now we need Benoit's son to come. Was Zol Lopez asked, was this the was this the moment in time frame for the crew growing up when they felt wrestling was cool to talk about wrestling in class with pop culture crossover happening at this time? 97, 98, you're damn right, dude. Everybody was talking about I, it. I talked a... about it. I talked about it before Rodman comes to the WCW. Yeah, a lot of people that watched this... it during that time were hooked, and now they, they don't watch it now, obviously. But, you know, like that, it was it was pop culture to be watching wrestling that time. NWO was cool. Stone Cold was still cool. The Rock was cool. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. Yeah. How old were all you guys? I was in the college. Uh, 97, well, my birthday's in November, so, like, I was, I was like 13. 11, 12, 13. Like, you know, yeah, we were 13, James. I was, uh, watched I was, it like yeah. 11, 12, 13, like pretty Thir- heavy. The attitude 13, era 14, me, I guess. Brad was, was a granddad already. You three were in, in uh, high school or middle school going back to lunchroom in the morning, talking with yeah. everyone middle about school, it. Eight, middle school grade. and part of high school was like hot, hot yeah. wrestling times. Eighth, Brad eighth, was throwing nitro parties in college. Yeah, we didn't have them though, man. I I saw that on TV and I was like, "Why aren't we doing this?" And they're like, "Well, because you're the only one that watches." it. I'm like, "Oh, dude." I'm <laughs> like, "Your uh, friends were losers, Brad." When uh, they thought the same the thing Nitro, about me. <laughs> Eric watched uh, Raw. I don't remember what episode it was, but they did like a watch along where they both watched the other product. There was a Nitro party uh, segment, like a tape thing, and Polly B was hosting. He's like, oh, there's some after show top guys at the Nitro party. I see James L. Cora in the background, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I had a friend from Texas, shout out Jared Johnson. I don't know if you listen, but I just get a random Facebook message one time. He's like, 
holy shit, you were mentioned on the JR podcast. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, the Nitro Party thing. And he's like, I was listening to him, like, I know that guy. And I was like, yeah, man, shit, you know, every shows, come on up. <laughs> I remember the first time yeah. I heard my name on like an ad free show. I was freaking <laughs> jumping up and down. Now it's like, all right. <laughs> the message Paulie, I was like, because I hadn't Every heard time. the episode yet. Like, and now we hear your name every show fucking show, Brad. And yeah. Paulie, Every fucking show. This is Brad Paulie, like, hey, dude, know. what the fuck? And we hear, we hear Brad, we hear Devin, and we hear Bryant all the time. Yeah, we take our time all to ask some questions. Time. We try to it used to be Money Mike off. every time. There it is. I know, Brad, yeah. I know what Brad was going for. <laughs> uh, so I, I used to ask a Yoda thing like all the time, and I haven't in a long time. I need to get I try not to miss one of those. I try not to miss one of those. Well, I need but, to ask um, more questions. Zola also wanted to know, besides Devin, <laughs> because you weren't born yet, Devin, that's why. Uh, Who was the crew's favorite NBA team or player in the 90s? Uh, Chicago Jordan, Bulls. Chicago Bulls. Easy. Yeah, Michael Whoa. Jordan, Scotty Pippen. Cleveland Cavaliers. You just come home after uh, school, watch WGN, and they would show Family Matters for an hour, an hour of article, you know? Mr. Winslow. And then right after games. So um I'm from Pittsburgh. There is no and I was not living here until 2001 in Philly. So there is no Pittsburgh team. So we my dad rooted for the Cleveland Cavaliers. That was my team back then. Wow. Ah uh, yeah. That's dedication. She watched the rise of LeBron. <laughs> that's dedication. Yeah, you're, you're uh, that's no, a brave it's man. way before LeBron, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, that's way dedicated. You're like talking, what, like the prices? Price, Did he like Brad the price? Hey, the price uh, brothers are from uh Enid, Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, Craig Elo, Doherty, Hot Rod Williams. That was my, Price. my guys. Ask your daddy likes old Mark Price. Mark does. Price is a good. He's like a John Stockton. They were like the same player to me. Like, like Dude, in Enid, they have like, they got shit everywhere. Which, granted, yeah, he made the pros. He was a good player, but they have shit everywhere. Yeah, he was great. Last Yo, question. Zol, wait, real quick. Zol didn't you know want the, me no, to, no, answer, no, to answer, but you're told no. there's a thing called MSG Plus, okay? So I've watched uh, – Shit ton of old Knicks games. I watched Patrick Ewing and John Starks, Charles Oakley, Larry Johnson, John Rivers. I love the Knicks. I've watched years and years of Knicks. John Starks? Gross. I like Starks. I bet you did. Yeah, that's a Philly. Greatest point guard in Knicks history. Boy, he's on on a very elusive list. Uh, Finally, we got Rob Hewitt. And he won. Shout out. Why were basketball yes, players so cool then and not so cool now? They were now, cool they, now they stub their fucking toe and they're out for three games. Yeah, they're yeah, out for yeah, three games. Yeah. David Stern uh, instituted a dress code, so they all kind of you know well you think about that. They Detroit take Pistons. it they take it out of line like Russell Westbrook looks like a fucking idiot every time he goes to a game. But you know, he David Stern instituted a dress code because of Allen Iverson. AI, baby, the answer. Bill Lane Beer, like back in the day, in the 80s and 90s. You got a guy that had a black eye every time he played. Like, Dude, watch like time. Tim Duncan would wear like a polo and blue jeans <laughs> to like every game. Oh, His MVP uh, picture, he's in a like collar shirt and blue jeans. <laughs> David Stern in them. What did, what did AI do? Give me a history lesson here. Jerseys, chains. I mean, he ran chains. Philadelphia. Hey, that was a good time, man. I like AI. I really was a good did. Time. I thought he was awesome. Yeah, AI but just wearing that, all that stuff made the dress code. He just did whatever he wanted. You know, he didn't go to practice. If you've heard, 
Talking about practice? <laughs> anyway, that is it for the questions. Back to you, James. Thank you to everybody, by the way. Thank you so much. That's great. Oh, well, hey, uh, what better way than to uh, throw a wrench in this and go to the hottest rising segment in podcast history? You know it. I know it. Of course we had to get it in right now because it's joke time, baby. So, uh, Adam, waka, waka, waka with Adam from Bama. I, I don't see it on the outline. Where Where is it on the outline? Guess what, baby? We're live, pal. Okay, I guess it goes in between listener questions and FMK. It goes in between wherever you want. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Our outline's the biggest joke so far. Hey! Oh, 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 <laughs> Look who showed up. Right? I can't follow that. I can't. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> that was actually really good. <laughs> All right, so I, I've got four little quick ones. That's what she said. Yeah. That's what I told her. <laughs> I told you not to say nothing to the strip about the strip club, James. All right, so why aren't koala bears actually bears? They're not. No. Be- because they don't ones. they don't meet qualifications. Oh, oh. <laughs> they're not qualified. Yep, they're not qualified. Oh, 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 going here. <laughs> so how do priests get rid of insects inside of a church? Oh boy, oh boy. Let us pray. <laughs> I was there nervous. It is. I was nervous. <laughs> boy. The the insect word really almost got me on that one. Insect. Hey, Ben Jones, take your notes. Yeah, I know, really. Walker, walker, I had, walker, I had to get on their show the other day and substitute for him. Again. Yeah, so more more wife, episodes. Uh, <laughs> I gotta record with them next week too. Yeah. I mean, they need ratings. They know who to call. Yeah, I heard they call Mike for ratings. Who are you going to call? You know, it's the funny. Re- Mike, with an echo, Mike with an echo, you know, so if you double up everything, Mike with an echo is still yes, less sir. than sir, Mike sir, on this sir, show. Sir. Mike on this show is just, you know, booming. Yeah, it's funny. All his stuff sounds good on the Zip Code Bros. I was just about to but say, does he, does he echo on the Zip Code Bros? No, he's never echoed on that I'll show. But dead. on ours, he's like, hell. One? No. No, actually. No. 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 Because no. we didn't let you run it. hey oh. We let Tyler run it. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah. Stream on the yard, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> zoom, we need to stream zoom, that shit zoom. out of here. I threw that shit right in my yard. Anyway. <laughs> when my wife told me that I needed to stop impersonating flamingos, I just had to put my foot down. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering where that was I going. like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, and then it says, my wife wants me to, to blow air on her every time she gets overheated, but I'm really not a big fan. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, my friend. That was good. I like that. Uh, it's too much better. Well, yep. yep. Hey, man. And if yeah. you're listening to non-funny jokes, listen to Zipro codes. And it's not bad for it not being on the outline, wouldn't it? Right. You know what is on the outline, right, James? You know it. I have. Uh, I would like to keep one, disregard one, and yeah. maybe hang on to one forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. Hey. We're not tiptoeing around any more bullshit, right? right? No, we are. No, we are. Who we are. Our gloves are off, brother. I've ever no, told y'all that song back. trips me the fuck out. The tiny we are on full force tonight, baby. Shout out Kylie Alexa. 
Well, hey, Brad. Yeah. Let's see what this FMK is this week. FMK is back after five weeks off. Yeah, Dennis Rodman, right? Dennis Rodman episode. So let's talk about Dennis Rodman's relationships or maybe almost relationships. So is he going to be all three? Because he did probably F himself and we know he married himself. If Madonna is not in this three, I'm leaving. Madonna. (laughs) (laughs) But but, but you have to let's put this in perspective. No Googling Madonna at 70 years old, please. Let's talk about Madonna when she was in Dick Tracy or who's that girl. Let's talk about that Madonna. Okay. How about Carmen Electra? Oh, and let's think about Carmen Electra yeah. from Baywatch. How's that? Ain't any Carmen Electra now is just as fun yeah, as Carmen Electra 2000, 2030 is probably still pretty good. She's a very talented actor, and we need to talk about her uh, attributes and skills. Is not a uh, you know. Yeah, whatever. she's an awesome lifeguard. And we also have Vivica Fox. Vivica Fox from Independence Day. Vivica Fox. Vivica. Vivica A Fox. Vivica A Fox. So those are your three ladies. Devin, what are we doing? So Vivica Fox, you said not to Google. So Vivica Fox, the right, one Google. I know Google. least didn't about. Say that. What? <laughs> She's got to be Cade, unfortunately. Um, I think I'm gonna have to f Carmen Electra. What? I've what seen uh, enough pictures and videos to know that that'd be fun. I think you have. <laughs> and then, uh, who is the final choice? I can't Madonna. remember who I'm marrying. I'm marrying Madonna. Madonna. You're marrying Madonna? She's going to sing me to sleep every single night, and I'm going to be happy with that. She's going to, instead of praying, she's going to sing like a prayer to you, and that'll be your prayers for the evening. Like a virgin. All right, Mike. She'll sing that to me, too. Mm. Like a virgin. All right. Oh, Fox Lady's dying. What is wrong with y'all? Nothing's wrong with me. Uh. There's another fox lady coming up in my demographic. Megan? I'm going to fuck Madonna. Because I think she was wild at the time. (laughs) And coming at you, I mean, I'm I'm marrying her. Because I could could wake up to her every single night. Yeah, in the morning. (sighs) Yeah. How can you sit when you're standing up? And twice on Sundays. I mean, yeah. So that's where I'm going. All right, Adam. I'm marrying Carmen Electra. That way we can be married every day. Mm. Um, effing Vivica A. Fox because y'all are stupid. And killing Madonna because it's like having a plastic figure at your house. Shout out, Barbie. Okay. James. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, let's see here. Ian. Yeah, I'm please don't marry... kill Vivica. Please don't kill Vivica. Uh, he's gonna do what he wants. Okay, <laughs> pal, you got yeah. your turn. Thank you. Peer pressure is a uh, problem. If you suffer from peer pressure, please remember that you have the power to kick out it too, and you are your own person. <laughs> but no, uh, I think I'm marrying Carmen Electra. I uh. I'm going to pull Amy and I'm going to fuck and kill Madonna. And then I'm going to fuck, you know, Vivica. All right. Yeah. I am. uh... You can cheat. That's fine. Hey. Brad, what? Hasbro have the rules? Oh, man. That's funny, dude. I still laugh about that line. Shout out, Amy, from the, uh, uh, what is it? Talking Wrestling? No, Talking Wrestling. Yeah, Yeah, Brad. 
talking wrestling. Hope much here. I am marrying Carmen Electra. Uh, no doubt. I am fucking Vinny right. the Fox. No doubt. And I've never been into Madonna. Brad, I've never said probably... this. I've never said this, but I love you, Brad. And I don't think Madonna's into me either. So we're safe there. We're all safe, <laughs> right? Like I'm a pretty sure I'm not her type either. Um, so let's go with who they have dated now. So obviously Carmen Electra. Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> they have it. They're not with none of them are with Rodman anymore, right? <laughs> so Madonna has been with Warren Beatty. Boy, you had a Rolodex of choices on that one, too. Who? Carmen Electra has been with Prince. The and Vivica one. Fox has been with 50 Cent. What are you doing the there, video, the Gucci, the Proto. I'm marrying Prince. That voice, <laughs> uh, he can sing to me every single day. That would be, that would have been awesome. And then uh, uh, 50 Cent. Uh, I think we're going to be in the club. So we're going <laughs> to be effing. <laughs> then uh, Warren Beatty. I'm sorry, brother, but you're my K. You know that's Dick Tracy, right? Mm. Who's Dick Tracy? Get a superstar. That's also Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, I have two cats named Bonnie and Clyde. I have a dog named Clyde. My mom has a dog named Bonnie. I swear. You can see the smoke coming out of Mike's ears. What do you got, Mike? I think I'm gonna go with same with David, Mike. Um, who is the third one? Who's the 50 kill? Cent. 50 Cent. Oh, I no, killed Warren not. Beatty. Warren Beatty. Brian Kimmel. Yeah. I, Warren I Brady. just didn't know him. Warren Brady. I'm killing oh, him. Warren Brady. Whatever. His <laughs> name is. Warren I'm Brady. Gonna I'm going to kill him. Um, I'm fucking 50 Cent because, I mean, he's built. Two quarters back. I don't know, man. 50 Cent? Go with the bands. Go with it. Hell damn. He, you gonna get him here to Bossy? Yeah, I mean, so. Oh man, it, 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 uh, it'd be a fun trip with him. Can't wait for Mike's meet minute. And Go then, ahead, Adam. Are you finished, he wasn't Mike? Done. He wasn't oh, I thought done. he picked it. I'm sorry. No, who is the third guy? Well, you already picked the who you Prince. Prince. You marrying Prince? Oh, Prince. Yeah, I'm gonna marry Prince. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah marry Prince. He's together. dead. I I I'm, I marry Prince. He's dead. I get all his money. I'm good. So I'm I'm I agree with Mike and Devin. I'm marrying Prince because that way he can sing to me every night. Um, I'm effing Fifty Cent because he's got the magic stick. <laughs> he's you, you, I guess is what that says. Yeah, he's got the magic <laughs> stick. So I'm marrying. I'm I'm, I'm effing Fifty Cent. And I'm killing Warren Beatty. Not Brady, but Beatty. Because who cares about Dick Tracy? Tom Brady. And and Bonnie and Clyde, he died at Clyde at the end of Bonnie and Clyde anyway, so. (laughs) If a car could kill him, I shouldn't have no problem. Wait wait a minute. Bonnie and Clyde died at the end of Bonnie and Clyde? Color me surprised. Color me purple. Hey, Prince. Day, I'm not gonna say Daniel Tosh made an awesome joke in his year in review when uh the year the prince passed, and I'll just leave it at that. It was amazing. Boring. But uh well this is what it sounds like when doves cry, because uh I'm gonna fuck Prince. 
you know? And there ain't no particular really? sign that I'm compatible with. I just got to want his extra time and not his kiss, I guess. But, uh, you know, and that's the kind of stuff you can buy at a secondhand store. So, uh, hey, let's go crazy. Yeah. And are we going to let the elevator take us down? Oh, no. Let's go. So, uh, Prince is going to be my fuck. I'm killing Warren Beatty, and I'm marrying uh, 50 Cents because, you know, he's got the vitamin water thing, maybe. I really don't know if he does anymore. He's got a uh, – he got rich he's or died trying. So he got rich, and uh, I can teach him how to read. <laughs> that's a you know, Ooh. that's a Mayweather joke or whatever. But yeah, he'll ask me twenty-one questions, and they're all about us. So uh, I guess that's my answer. <laughs> I like that. The musical ones are all fucked up. There. Gonna go ahead and marry Warren Beatty. I'm not sure what the problem is, guys. He's a handsome guy. Explain yourself. My eyes are sore being a senator. So Warren Beatty um, awesome is one of the biggest studs in history of the world. Do your research. Is it definitely. Buckworth? Is that the name? Bullworth. Yeah, Bullworth. Bullworth. Bullworth, yeah. Get a superstar. He has, uh, he's been there and back. So he's I got some things to learn from him. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. One oh, night with kicking Prince. out at two? One night with Prince because it's Prince and it'd be a fun night. And then 50 Cent is gone. Damn. That is it, fellas. Thank you for playing. Welcome back, huh? Welcome back, Cotter. Love it, man. Love it. I actually like the uh, flow of this episode, yo. I think we're uh, kind of hitting our stride and we're kind of back. And uh, I hope people watch this episode. And I'm hoping that people can hear this episode. So uh, that being said, hey, Devin, welcome back, man. What are the people watching? So I touched on it a little bit earlier. Mr. Cotter. There's another fox in my demographic this week because Alicia Fox has returned to pro wrestling. Ah, she was at good. Reality of Wrestling last week where she challenged their women's world champion, Promise Braxton, to a world championship match. So we'd be mm-hmm. expecting that sometime in the near future. Also, another thing that was on my demographic this week was there's this photo circulating around town from the Galaxy Con two weeks ago where Lex Luger and Bret Hart were staring at each other and Lex Luger is pointing his finger at him. Lex Luger tweeted that he still isn't over the finish of the Rumble in 94. So I, I thought those two were two pretty cool things to point out this week. Awesome caption, dude. I like that one. That's a... Uh, yeah, that's my demographic. Short I'm and glad sweet. I'm hey, glad she's back. That that picture with Luger and Bret Hart, and right in the background, Arn Anderson is back there. He's like this. He's probably <laughs> looking at his phone. <laughs> what if he's down looking at his phone? He, he might be, like but he's sleeping though. to me. He looks like he's sleeping, so that'll be all right. And uh, I, I had a third one, but Adam touched on it a little bit earlier. I'm still going to say it, though, because Brian Pillman Jr., has agreed to a deal with the WWE and will be reporting to NXT Supposedly. very soon. It's been circulating all over mm. social media. That so. doesn't mean everything's true. Yep. Fake news. Right. What if it's it, fake news? You're right. Well, that's where I get it, most of my demographics from. If he does go to WWE, what do you think he's going to do? You think like he's going to go to NXT and somebody... probably wait, be there for a year and a half? Put in work. Become you, you a superstar that he might actually be able to become. I, I think that he had a lot of potential when he first debuted in AEW, 
And then they even had that little storyline in Cincinnati. He's good, man. He has a lot of potential. He's good. They just nobody's done shit with him. Exactly. I feel like he's got to he's got to develop that character work a little bit more, and then we could be seeing another Dom Mysterio, another Braun Breaker. We cockblocked him big time one time. That's what I was gonna ask. Sorry. What if he comes out with that um that character that his dad had, like the off the wall type character? Just, I don't see that happening in, in this era. You can't well, do that I mean, in NXT because it'll be like, G-rated Brian Pillman, and that's all everybody's going to say is just, you know. I mean, if he does like that character. the main I roster, did. he may be able to pull some crazy shit off. But on NXT, it's just going to be G-rated bullshit if he tries that. He'll just look like a zany idiot, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think that copying a gimmick isn't. The greatest idea. We've seen that a little bit. It's not always bad with the dad, though, is it? No. I don't know. It's a cannonball type deal. I mean, it's, you know, runs in the family. You can say it runs in the family. But he's never been that character. No. That's the thing. He can't be as out of control as Brian was. That's what I'm saying. They would wrangle it in because they got sponsors and they're public and all that stuff now. What are we doing, Adam? Oh, I'm getting ready for the go home. For my final Devon's Demographic of the Week, we had Adam from Bama's refing debut on YouTube. You can catch New South Pro Wrestling Bunkhouse Stampede on YouTube. Yeah. I feel, like I feel like we were just put together and set up. Totally you said you not planned. Two, and now we're on number four. Totally text, not planned. Everybody texts Adam, Devin on the side, I think. With hey, we're done. Hey, we're done. That's I all promise. Have is, uh, the two things. The two oh, things. you promise? Now we're on number four. Unplanned. The unplanned with your shirt on, huh? Unplanned, just like I was. Waka, waka, waka. (laughs) All right, Devin, good one. (laughs) Back to you, James. That's my demographic this week. Can't wait to hear this meat minute. Hell yeah, man. Well, I'm glad you're back, Devin. (laughs) You know, uh, we missed you and the fans missed you. And, you know, we're uh, back in the swing of things. I missed everyone but Mike. There it is. Oh. So, uh. (laughs) Well, I guess what better than to watch some wrestling and watch our boy Adam, uh, you know, make some counts and, you know, call some rules, call some shit, then with some good food. So, Mike, uh, what you got for us on uh, Mike's Me Minute this week? Well, this week I got a chicken taco casserole. Come on, Brian, bring it up. All right, so what we need here is two... Of the 10.5 ounce cans of chicken soup. Also known as 10 and a half. Can... No, it's 10.5. Nope. Also known as 10 and a half. It's not 10. It's not 10 and a half. 10 and a half would be 10.1 size 2. I'm reading it as it's telling me to say it. That's a forward slice. We are not a math one. Podcast. Please, God. One cup of chunky salsa. Four ounces. I use Pace uh, brand. Yeah, me too. Oh, you can use the Walmart brand. It don't matter. Four ounces of the diced green chilies. Half a cup of sour cream. One packet of chicken taco seasoning mix. You need three cups of shredded chicken. 
So you get your chicken, shred it up, get three cups of it. Dark meat or light meat? Uh, mixed it. Half and half. 50%. I've never seen green chili before. It says white meat chicken, though. Go ahead. Uh, it says white meat chicken. So get white meat chicken. That was me. Go ahead. Um, no, I'm, I'm reading as I go. Y'all fucking me up on this one. I don't understand why. <laughs> Need. <laughs> Some black beans. Drain. 15 ounce black beans. Drain. So one can of black beans. Drain. Three cups of tortilla chips. Crushed. Two and a half cups of shredded uh, Jack Caribbean Jack cheese. Mm. Uh, Colby, Colby Jack cheese. <laughs> Colby. <laughs> Boy, you added a shitload of letters on that one. <laughs> I didn't. You said Carlito just... cheese? One one cup of mozzarella jack cheese. Monterey. And... You got it. Monterey jack cheese. That's what I said. Yeah. All right. And they need some toronto and some other stuff on there. Optional garnish. You can garnish it <laughs> however you like. <laughs> other stuff on there. All right. Preheat, preheat your oven to 375. And then a large bowl, stir in all your stuff, mix it up, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I'm fucked up. Oh, you're good. Keep going. Keep going, man. I'm, Finish. I'm lost. Y'all don't, y'all don't in lost. In a large mixing bowl, you stir together the cream of chicken soup, your chunky style salsa, your diced green chilies, sour cream, and chicken taco seasoning. Randy's yeah. going to be so proud. I know. You're at. Did you're you get at. Add the shredded chicken and the seasoned baked uh, black beans to a bowl. Stir everything together. Right? Correct. They are half, they are half the chicken taco filled into a the bottom of the prepared pan. I got Finish, I fucked Mike, up when finish. I got this recipe. We're professional. I fucked finish. up when I got this recipe. All right. They are half the chicken taco filled into the bottom of the pan and spread it evenly. Sprinkle two and a half cups of crushed tortilla chips evenly on everything. Spread the remainder chicken taco filled over the top of the crushed tortilla chips. Bring it home, baby. Top the entire. Yep. Topped entire casserole with shredded, what is it, Cowboy? Colby Jack. Colby Jack, Monterey Jack cheese, and remainder of half a cup of cr crushed tortillas. Bake for 30 minutes until cheese is bubbling, and then take off and serve. I done. Hell yeah. Fucked up on that one. <laughs> oh, you're good. That was That's a big awesome. one for me. Uh, that's what she said. But what about the recipe? <laughs> yeah. Read, you, hey, read it. Look wait a minute, what do you read, put on top? Read the recipe. It says yeah, you do the casserole sprinkle. You sprinkled something on top. The tortillas. No, the very final line. Uh, bake for 30 minutes or until cheese is bubbled. Top chicken with top taco casserole with sprinkled of uh, Toronto. 
Thank you. I fucked up on that one. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Brian, we're good to go back to uh, the... Thank, th- thanks for getting a recipe on Facebook. <laughs> I like it, man. It sounds good. I, I'm a, it will be know. good. Hey, read, read the directions on YouTube. Look on YouTube, get directions, read it that way. Fuck what I said. <laughs> and that is Mike's Meat Minute. And boy, howdy, it sounds good, man. Chicken taco casserole, I like it. One of my favorites, you know. Uh, I hope, uh, hey, watch a little wrestling, get you a little chicken taco casserole, baby. You know, cold beverage if you like it. And hey, that's a good way to spend the night watching wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever you want to watch. Watch Alicia Fox's return to wrestling. Reality of wrestling. And Mike's getting a standing ovation by the crickets in the background. They're loving it. They love it. I think he's a Cena fan. It is. Okay. (laughs) So uh, is that it for it, Mike? That's it. That's all we got. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and uh, mute you real quick uh, because that nature is... Something else over there. Shout out Georgia, Georgia, baby. Yeah, I like that. That's good. So, uh, well, what are we doing next week? As we wind this episode down, let's uh, let's move forward into next week. So what are we doing next week? Did you guys like what I mentioned earlier? I loved it. Not really, but I'm outvoted. Okay, so we're just going to go ahead and do it. Uh, So because of the recent match with – who was it again, Adam? <laughs> I'm sorry, that got me. It was Barry Corbin versus Gable um, Stevenson, right? Gable Stevenson, yeah. All right, so we've had uh, a, we have an Olympic gold medalist uh, that just recently was in his first match. So we were going to cover that match, and we're also going to cover Kurt Angle's first match, which was against Sean Stasiak at Survivor Series 1999. And this match was, of course, NXT, a Great American Bash 2023. With Gable Stevenson versus Baron Corbin, pay tribute to the two great uh, American athlete American athletes that won the gold medal. Like a father and a son match, because uh, how long do you think until Gable Stevenson is Kurt Angle's son? <laughs> I hope it's a long time before we come to that story. I hope it's never. <laughs> but on the Zoom, though, when we were watching the NXT, it was like, oh, you know, they're going to book him as a uh, Kurt's son. You know, Stevenson's one of those guys where we just saw him win his third NCAA championship. What, by the way, the heavyweight ago? weight class. Stevenson so, is the way to say it, by the way. I, that yeah, Stevenson, yeah. That is hard to say, Stevenson. It is not Stevenson. It is Stevenson. Stevenson? Like a year Stevenson? and a half ago, he's been signed forever and ain't done shit. Um, you know, I don't know if he knew what he was going to do yet. He wasn't sure if he – like, they did They kind of put it in storyline. If he's going to – he's going back to school. Is he going to go back – What? It, but now it looks like he's uh, decided to, to wrestle. So, um, rumor has it, it was surgery too. Had to get oh, okay. Listen, get your money while you're healthy. Yeah, there's a uh, shout there out to no Brian pro- Brian Haremza, you know, man on the scene. Oh. Uh, he had neck surgery. So. Okay, but you know, get your money while you're healthy. Just like his dad. Neck surgery. You never know what could happen, and your whole career can be over. That's true. Um, I, I you know people used to say about college athletes all the time: get your degree. No, get your money, then go get your degree, pal. <laughs> but anyway, I'm down to see what they do with him because he is a hell of an athlete, obviously, and they've had a lot of success <laughs> with these, you know, wrestlers. Obviously, not every one of them is hit, but boy, howdy, the ones that have really fucking have. So, no, they're, I'm they're down to see put, what they do with them. They're going to put a lot behind them. They're real excited. Oh, yeah. Sure. So, no, anyway, you know, he's the brother of Damon Kemp. 
from NXT, right? I did not. Yeah, him and Damian Kemp are brothers. Maybe we'll see a storyline down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you knew that, my bad. All right, back to you, James. That's the next so, week. Are the tape machines rolling? Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> it looks like it's about that time. Uh, I want to say uh, thank you to... What's that, Devin? <laughs> Whenever you say that, every single week, you say it's about that time. It reminds me of that song. About damn time. <laughs> Nailed it. And uh, so I want to thank everybody, uh, you know, for this uh, episode. Thank everybody for listening and joining in. If you uh, like what we're doing on your show, then, uh, you know, follow us on uh, Twitter at Kickout Crew. Look us up on Facebook. Watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Kickout Crew. And, hey, uh, we will be on the Premier Streaming Network. Not 100% sure when, but guess what, baby? Woo! Boys are making it. And we couldn't do it without you because it's your show. So, uh... You know how to reach all the guys. Uh, I'll run through it. Nah, nah, I don't need to run through it. You know how to reach us. You know how to get with us because it's your show. So, in conclusion, I think it's time to, uh, you know, we've all had a trying uh, month and week and, hey, some of us a day. But guess what we didn't do? We never gave up. We believed in ourselves, more importantly, and our, our little faction that we have, hey, they believed in us too. Because sometimes life is going to throw you curveballs. It's not all sunshine and rainbows and daisies. There's going to be some tough times. But the one thing you can't do is give up. Not on yourself. And more importantly, not for everybody else. Because it's bigger than you. Not only do you affect yourself, people around you love you too. So always remember that when life gets you down, my goodness, just kick out it too. Because that's what we do, and that's what you do on your show, Kick Out Crew. We'll uh see you next week. Have a good week, everybody. Goodbye.